that's me. Do you think that's what it is? Rob's just like wiggling his legs around all the time. It's all that or the uh, or the cocaine. I just took. <laughs> <laughs> it's that uh, just Colombian to... hangover you've got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just the come down. It's like um, restless leg syndrome. Is that because I used to get like really like achy, painful, nice achy, painful well, legs in the middle right of the now. night? Have you? Like, l- yeah. I always feel like it happens when I'll it's slightly damp and a bit shit. The weather. Yeah, it's like my legs act like a barometer. Like when yeah. it used to when I was young, when in the winter or when it was going to rain or something like that, my legs would ache. Really? I've got a really achy back. Does, your, does, well. does yours ache then? Is that why you're wiggling your feet all the time? Or no, I just do it. You I can't think, help I think it. it's because I'm used to always walking around and doing stuff. So when I sit down, my body's just like, what the fuck are you doing? It's the weekend now, mate. You've got to sit down and do nothing. It didn't work like that with me. Are you working the weekend again? I'm not, working, I'm not working this weekend. Oh, yes! <laughs> Celebration! But... But got I've, that Friday I've got feeling. shit to do. Oh no, don't do any shit, Rob. I can't help it. Except for the ones that happen naturally. Yes, well, yeah. What <laughs> yeah. you got to do? Well, just, I've got to do all sorts don't of shit. Do I've it. got to sort the car out because I'm selling the car. Don't oh. do that. Yeah, I've, just I've don't, got to. Don't do it. <laughs> Otherwise, it just builds up and the list gets bigger. Yeah, That's fuck it. it. Fuck um, it. Just, just, just tackle that another day. Have a day off. Like just a day to like slob about and do nothing. No, it won't work. Oh, God. I'll get up at like half six and I'll be like. You one of them. You just can't like keep yourself still. By about quarter to seven, yeah. I'll be like, um, "Shall I um, just build a table?" <laughs> right, just, fucking <laughs> crack, just yeah, cra- yeah. crack one off. You'll be back yeah. to sleep in no time. Uh, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> crack, crack one off and drink half a bottle of vodka. That'll sort, that'll sort you out. Six thirty-five in the morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you start with that, that'll knock you right back out. You, you must have had a heavy night last at night. At least twelve. <laughs> you must have had a heavy night last. No, no, no. That was this morning. <laughs> He's got fucked this morning. Yeah, hammered and it's like Stephen King just getting fucked. All day, every day. He's a man. That's what it's about. So, I, did you um, have you listened to Joe Rogan's podcast with Miley Cyrus? I've got to be honest. I haven't. Is that how you pronounce her name? Miley Cyrus. Miley. Han- ha- well, Hannah Molly. Montana. Hannah Montana. Because apparently, every, if your name is Hannah, that's the go-to. It's a lazy man's what, joke. Hannah Montana. Man. Hannah Montana is the go-to uh, nickname. He's making naked again. He's taking his Rick and Morty hoodie off. That's why. Cold. I was considering putting on heating for a minute. Fuck off. Is the summer still? Yeah, the heating should stay Just off. I've had to put my new retro vague jumper on to keep warm. Ooh, ooh! I think you're actually talking to uh, someone now. Ask him if he wants to come on a pod. Just send him. <laughs> Just a send him a voice. Tell him to send, send a send voice message. Voice we'll <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I listened to um, to her on Joe Rogan. She seems like fucking like a totally sound person, actually. Well, I think she is. She's a bit of a pisshead, sort of like. Was um, I don't think she's now. Well. She, She's got shitloads of cash. Why wouldn't you be sound? Yeah, I mean, but I think it was more I mean, like her dad's Billy Ray Cyrus as well. Is that his name? Something like that. <laughs> sounds like some sort of wrestler, <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's because like don't I break my heart, <laughs> my achy breaky heart. You know, like I just don't think I'll stand the pain or something like that. A godmother's. Um, that's a good American accent. Thank you. That, yeah. To be fair, was it was. It? We were challenged actually. We were. We've were. actually been challenged to do some some American accents. Hey, y'all. Some really bad American um, accent. And welcome to Robots for Eyes. That was terrible. (laughs) That was awful. By (laughs) by Sofa King, actually. Specifically, Dave. Yeehaw! (laughs) From the deep south. I can't do accents on the moonshine. I feel like I need. What was it that you. you, What's your um, Northern Ireland word? Diameter. Diameter. <laughs> diameter. Diameter. No. You need a word that starts you off. Whose diameter. coat is that jacket? That's the only thing. That's how that I get into terrible. Welsh. <laughs> no, that's not. M- mine's now. No. Well, it, right, it sounds like a um, sounds like a cow to me. No. What, what accent? No. That could be any accent. That's a person being killed. No, that's, that's Island, Northern like Ireland. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 
Paul Spector. I don't know how to do an American accent. I think it would be like a really exaggerated sort of stereotypical. Hey, New York, hey, Johnny. Hey, Johnny, where's the slice <laughs> of pizza? Co- yeah, coffee. Give me some get coffee. coffee. Where's the coffee get the man. coffee. Meet you down Times Square. <laughs> That's actually really good. That's very good. Right? That's quite a good New York accent. Good, Dave. Was that New York? Yeah, that was That was just York. me screaming like a madman. New Jersey, I think you'll find. Oh, was it? Because they're apparently more loud. Oh, well, so, oh so okay. I've heard. So, oh, I don't know. Rob's a connoisseur. I do know accents, a couple of, uh, of new, new Yorkers, and they do sound like that. Da, Give me that coffee. Da, 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 da. I don't think I ever, when I was in New York, ever met someone that sounded like that, ironically. I no, I, d- I work with a guy who definitely sounds like that. I, I literally just New got York. pissed from about like 11 o'clock every morning. Yeah, yeah, I know, All mate. the way through. We, we met Rob, in the, me and Hannah were there, and Rob was over there seeing his mate. It was just it's just ran- random sort just of... Just a random yeah. collision it, it of was meetings. Random. You, I think like, oh, hey, Rob, he's in New York. We, we <laughs> can't, at we the kind same of, time. We kind of ended up... We booked it, like, um, not at the same time, different, separately. And um, I think about a week before, I said, oh, well, I won't be here next week because I'm doing this. And you went, where are you going to New York? Because obviously you were yeah. in New York, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah so were we." I was like, "Having a laugh, aren't you?" Yeah, but I was. Where were we? We were in some bar getting pissed, weren't we? Well, I first met you in an Irish bar somewhere. I don't know where. Did we was. ride around the park? We around, yeah, we went around. Oh, the fucking hell! Yeah, yeah. Oh, and you were hungover. Well, I think yeah. hungover and pissed. I don't. Thi- I don't think I was hungover. I was pissed for the whole holiday, really. <laughs> so I was just pissed, yeah, not hungover. Know. I was just still pissed. Uh, <laughs> great and it was hot. Man. It was about well. Well, yeah. the Aussies all go, what the fuck? It was about 20 degrees in <laughs> September. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and when you're pissed and you're trying to, or, or hungover or both, oh trying, to, trying to ride a, a bicycle and you're just like, what the fuck? What were we doing? We should have just gone to the bar and just got hammered. Because yeah. we were, it was the morning. Yeah. So I, I was drinking Sick every morning. never sleeps. I, yeah. I probably was had that, about four pints Vegas? before we did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beyond the vodka already. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you, Oh, you're going to say something? What are you going to no. say? No, nothing, nothing. Nothing, tra-la-la. Nothing, nothing. I was just going to be quiet. Tra-la-la. Tra-la-la. Um, I've been eating... Uh, well, can you eat hot sauce? Are you, or is it... I suppose you, you do eat it. Consume it. it. Yeah, but it's it, not like you eat it. Eat, eat it's like I ate an apple or a sandwich. You don't go, I ate hot sauce. I consumed it. But I consumed well, you ha- you some carabino you could take during the week. That is... App. I tell you I what, I reckon it'd be good in a, in a mojito. What, hot sauce? No, not mojito, sorry. Bloody Mary. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> a mojito. <laughs> yeah. I was like, do you know why? Hang on, what? It's because I had a, um, um, when I went back to the house, dropping off some wood, right? Because I'm oh always yeah. doing shit, right? Yeah, dropping off my wood. Um, there was a, a, a <laughs> can, there was a can of mojito, right? Because you can buy it, right? And it's actually quite nice. What pre-mixed? Yeah, That's like right, a pre-mixed one okay, in a can. Yeah. It sounds rough. It sounds like it some sort it? of it's like pikey thing to do. In a can and Jack Daniels and Coke in a can. It sounds like some sort of pikey thing to do, but no one else liked it, and I just dropped the wood off and she went, "Do you want to try that?" And I just went and just necked the whole thing. Before come round, before <laughs> may as well. <laughs> oh, before you got here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, so yeah. Okay, this should get a bit of Larry then, because we've got a couple of beers as it is. Yeah. Not Larry. You fucking prick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stab me in the neck. <laughs> Just enough to take off the edge and oil, oil Rob's machine up, so to speak. Hopefully. What was I talking about? Caribbean Teco. Ta- yeah. Caribbean Teco. Have we got any big bottles of that that we can give away? Uh, I think we've already have given. Um, we might still have one upstairs, but we did give one away already. I think. It's incredible. The seven flavoured wonders of the world. The pillars of Teco. Is that what you're going to Yeah, the pillars of Teco. <laughs> We've got to do that. Have we got seven bottles that we can... Uh, seven bottles well, open, though, at the end once? We've got... We don't have the seven flavours in the mini bottles. We only have far, the actual habanero Well, we flavors. need to sort that out then, don't we? Yeah, we definitely do. 
And everybody listening. Well, we could just buy buy more, I guess, for us to consume. Yeah, we could not do eat. Apparently, well, we, well, we, only we would because it's so nice. You're going to. We've got Teco everywhere, mate. We've got a um, like a condiment bucket on the table in the lounge. A bucket, is yeah, it literally well, like, like an open bucket, uh, like, mm. a, well, like a spit bucket. You know, like, bucket. Y- you know, like you want to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably more like a spit one. But you know the ones where you go to like a like a and they put all the uh, like a restaurant or something. And you eat out and went back in the day before the fucking pandemic, and you used to get like all oh, the, when uh, they like sauces yeah, yeah. and think one of them, and it's filled with hot sauce. All techo, all of it. We're deep into it. Deep into techo. And I've had people as well say today that they, uh, who receive bottles from us that, uh, from like win- winnings or whatever, and said that they're fucking completely into it now. 100% mm. techo all the way. It is good though. It's, a t- it's like a good tasting sauce. It's a, prop- a proper it's a hot proper sauce. Tastes it's good. Yeah, it's not like vinegar. So please yeah, get on shitty vinegar to it. You know what I mean? I hate that shit. Uh, you did the flash giveaway as well, didn't you? Oh, it I did too. I've got yeah. no shout outs because I couldn't be bothered to look. Sorry. but oh, um, we, we can shout out the winners. Do that then if you want to. So we did like um fastest, you know, first five people to comment on a post. A, or a post. Oh, you take his last Ooh, post. Sneaky one. Get winner. They get like a mini bottle of. Teco and some stickers, so it's because we were running the uh, retro vague giveaway, that's why the Ooh. people, yeah, I like so it. we were running. So yeah. you did it randomly, yes, just today, yeah, just to like see if anyone was on the board. I called it like the, a snap giveaway, waiting for the um, the extreme fans to be uh, watching, yeah, and exactly. Go, so we got um, uh, D Walsh, David Walsh, Mr. D, D Walsh, David, just call him Dickie Walsh, Dickie Walsh, oh, Dickie, Dick Walsh, um, uh, Michelle Halbert. Yeah, fish. Uh, Could be a halibut. Yeah, fish woman. Ken Kennedy. That's not actually the fish woman. H K. Kennedy H K. Bill's outdoor or adventures outdoors. <laughs> on, like Bill. Bill, Bill's, Bill's adventures outdoors. Bill's yeah. adventures outdoors. Is, uh, is, is, do you know what that sounds like? You know, like you know, you have like um, the, the you know, you have what do you call it? Um, when you have a sitcom and then you have like um, a spin-off. A spin-off. Yeah, yeah. Like Joey. you know, like Bill and Ted's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like Bill's. What, Bill's what? outdoor adventures. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought Bill's it was outdoors. Just, I thought it was just Bill. An Instagram profile about T- dogging. T- Ted got. Murdered on on the uh, new one. That's what I'd say. He got murdered. Oh, okay. He went back like, in time. I, I was like, no, I was he went back. Like, he went, spoiler alert. He, he went, <laughs> back, like, he went back. <laughs> went back in time, and he came out these little time machine, which was like what was it? It was like a fucking telephone box thing, like like, so. like was like fucking Doctor Who, wasn't it? Yeah. But got shot in the face, and he went, "Oh shit! I better do my own shit." And that's what happened. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Spoiled. And then finally, Louise Rackley. Oh, Rackers. Rackers. So she got in there. She, yeah, they but, uh, look at the last minute. They yeah. all got there. Quickest to the f- past the post. <laughs> yeah. Quickest to the past the post. Ra- like Rackers yeah. is it because she's about to blast the kid out, so she wants she some wants triple the extra, X. extra hot one to see. Well, consider that done, and if the out. and yep. if the child does arrive in the advent of Teco, then you need to call your child Teco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's as simple as that. Uh, please get at them like everyone has been, which has been Teco Rack on um, on uh, Facebook at L Yucateco Hot Sauce Official and Instagram at L Yucateco underscore Hot Sauce. Buy the hot sauce, I believe. Yay, Buy the hot sauce <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, obviously retro vague. Retro vague. Retro vague. I bought myself bought myself like a nice jumper. She's sporting it at the moment. Obviously, yeah, you can't just hear. as you are it's with your cool. hat. Yeah, your podcast cool. hat. This is my podcasting hat. Yeah, I yeah. always wear my retro egg hat. And I yeah. bought this. Rob, Rob's the. I got, the this. I got into this before, well before sponsorship. You need to get on, you need to go and buy yourself something. I don't have time egg. to look on the internet. If you do. Because when I do, I fuck it up anyway. <laughs> you fuck break the, the internet. I'll, I'll buy the whole of everything. <laughs> and I'll be bankrupt. Or, or like I'll, put, I'll somehow set the internet on fire. <laughs> That's good. Do it. That'd be an amazing <laughs> podcast once they've like put the fire out and rebuild it. How, Rob? 
Yeah. Set the internet on Robots fire. Robots rise, <laughs> episode whatever. Sorry. I'm terrible. We're back. Rob broke the internet. <laughs> when the, the other day, I was, I was outside Screwfix, right? It's a builder's thing. And they won't let you in now, right? Uh, unless you know the exact product number, right? Or oh, um, or you have yeah. to order online. I logged on, one. went on, did, ordered my shit, right? Went to put it in the basket, went to buy it. No. <laughs> no, right, sorry. Went, <laughs> it just came up with like, some weird error. I was like, you fucking prick. Like that, right? On my phone. <laughs> right, so I went back and done it again. Went, at your no. Phone. I was getting angry because I was stand, sitting there. I was going, it was so the end of the day. It was computer, about half five. Computer says no. Yeah, it was half five and they were about to close. I was like, I need this, man. Just, <laughs> just let me in and fucking, I know what I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't yeah, need yeah. no product number. I can point at it. You know what I mean? Fuck's sake. And then I had to do it four times and then it went through. Eventually you get there. I reckon it was fucking with me. And but then I know you go on your bank account and you've got you've charged you four times. Yeah, four <laughs> times, yeah. Haven't looked yet. Probably probably true actually. Oh well. Oh well. So, so retro vague. Retro vague, <laughs> anyway, yes. Rob okay, well Rob's not gonna go because apparently he breaks the internet when he goes on it. But everyone else go and buy something yeah. from retro like that's the thing. Go like it's it's nice, it's great that you can go on over and support the social channel. And interaction which is good. In, amazing. But if you can Go and buy some in as well. Yeah, yeah, do it. You don't have to break the bank. Just no, just like just there's there's cups well, and koozies and stickers, and also y- using code robots. I believe yeah, you get ten percent off. off. Yeah. Well, if you get ten percent off, you may as well just buy everything. You might as well. Yeah, just just ransack the store. Also, I think that's the best way to do, do it. You please use our link in our description. Oh yes, that'll take you straight to that it. That goes to our aff- affiliate page, so that um, obviously Fucking they know that they know right. that you've come from robots when you Fucking do go yeah. and buy stuff. Yeah, so that's, that's in the, uh, in the description <laughs> of the thing that what you're listening us. to. The podcast. That's it. It's in that thing that you're listening to's description. Click that. Go there. Buy a hat. Buy a fucking t-shirt, buy a badge. Yeah, I mean, you know, just be one just of the cool kids from the nineteen eighties, I suppose. Uh, you can get them at um, at the Retro Vague on Instagram and uh, on Facebook. It's just Retro Vague, and we have a Retro Vague winner today, and that is uh, Matt Belcher. <laughs> How did I <laughs> know? Been, you that would have been that. good if that was a real. That's a real Belcher. So right. So fair play, mate. Uh, we'll get that posted off to you ASAP. And as always, we are... I say always, it's not always. It's only been recent, so ignore what I just said. But Podbelly, we're part of the Podbelly network of podcasts. Please head over to podbelly.com uh, and click on the network tab and you can check out some cool podcasts, including us. We're there, but you're listening to this, so you know, anyway. Uh, you can also see Art and Jacob do America. Um, that's like a... I'd say like a pop culture show, It's but they delve into like things like sports, politics, which is always a bit fucking shady, man, in the podcast world, isn't it? Politics, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, music, movies, conspiracies. It's shady in the world anywhere. Yeah, yeah, talk yeah. about it anywhere. And Unless you end up you're in Russian. A, you end up in an, uh, uh, like a f- an out-and-out fight with someone. Unless you're in Russia. Time. And then you obviously well, support Putin because otherwise you well, get, get, get no- novichocked. Novichocked, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it works these <laughs> yeah, days. Yeah. So... You just so have to agree with it. So head over to them and uh, say hello from us. And also go and check out, might as well give them another shout out, Sophie King, yeah. uh, being as they challenge us to an accident off, which we have and now we kind of, Yeah, we've kind of hey already... Johnny! Hey, Johnny! Hey, some coffee. Johnny! Some coffee. Give me that coffee. <laughs> 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 and if, uh, if you can be bothered, you can leave a review for us on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Uh, you can get us at uh, Robots Rise Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and if you're that way inclined and want to get deep into the world of RFE, head over to Robots for Rise, Top Secret Classified, which is our... Pr- it's like a private group. You've got to answer a couple of security questions or whatever to get in. They're like, not very know, hard. Y- well, not really. No. <laughs> you mean you'll 
It's just so we know that you're not a bot, basically. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. what you have to do then, after you've answered the questions, you've got to cut off your left arm. That's it, yeah. And then yeah. you send that to us, and then we go, yeah, that looks like you. But yeah. that's uh, that, that page is run by listeners for listeners. Obviously, we're involved, but we're, we're not, like, totally involved. It's handed over to... Yeah, we just post on it like we a crack would team any other, of, of any badasses that are run it. Yeah, yeah we like, just oh, we don't run it. We just sort of post on it, so... Yeah, and it's not like a podcast. It it's not that's podcast. as far as it went. It's not podcast-orientated either. It's basically... No, it's like... Like random shit, like any random stuff, just like, well, what are you doing today? And any of our hardcore fans will like the same shit that we do, so it's a great place for everyone who likes the same shit to talk about whatever, bring yeah, anything up, and just go, I don't know, did you see the alien farting on, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. on a dwarf Absolutely, the other yeah. day or something? Look you know at I mean? the asteroid that nearly hit the earth that didn't, we only knew that didn't hit the earth after it went past us, yeah, things yeah. like that, man. Yeah, that's it. That was, have that's you ever been sentence. fingered by an alien? I'm still wanting to. Obviously, as our audience uh, size is growing, thank you very much. Thank but um, much. there's got to be someone out there that listens that's been abducted by an alien. There has to be. And well, if I you reckon, want, just reach out, man. Do it anonymously. I reckon that's why ET had red fingers. Yeah, he's been yeah. fingering too many people. Yeah. And he's sore. <laughs> what, we watched that the other day. And that's probably why he wants to go home, because he's in pain. So Right, he's, he's, like, he's just like a little weird penis man like he's such a weird looking alien little weird penis man he is man. he is he's <laughs> such a weird penis man he's a penis I mean, is that a penis no, no that's an alien no, it's a, <laughs> honestly it's just I, I can't get my head around like why they what what they were thinking when they designed him as an alien <laughs> maybe they made him kind of look weak he's for a reason because so it, it was not about his it's i don't know it's just knows. a bit of a freaky film like i kind of always used to freak me out as a kid and I kind of can, and I watching it as an adult, I kind of see why, because isn't Pussies. it weird? He's a little fat fucker, He's actually, a isn't fat, he? Short, dumpy, penis looking fucker. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I know, um, he is fat. He's literally He's like, like, it's like a triangle. Like a, it's like, yeah. He's got like weird. He's got terrible little stumpy He's got legs. Like a, yeah. He's got evolutionary like a skin wise. I mean, skirt over I mean, his feet. How, is he su- is that? how have they survived as a species of alien? Maybe they just like, it, like uh, came from a, a planet or a moon with like a small amount of gravity, so they didn't need long legs. Unless he's like a penguin, like waddles. Unless he's Feet. Unless he's like a king and he gets everyone murdered if they don't do stuff <laughs> for him, and he's just lying there, and then he's just been like they've just banished him because he's going to make this needs to stop. They banish him to maybe earth, and he's going, oh, fuck. well, he can float, can't he? He like levitates shit, so maybe they just float around. He may not even look like that. That's just the form he's cho- chosen. He no, nah, they all looked like that. Maybe yeah. they all look weird, like weird chose. penis dudes in that weird, <laughs> weird mushroom, mushroom ship. Cock aliens <laughs> from the planet. Cock aliens. Is that, is that five cocks coming out of that aircraft? <laughs> <laughs> that weird mushroom-shaped aircraft. What the fuck? We've been waiting on for 18 minutes now. That's, right. That's your, it's your intro. I fucking try, but you, I didn't want to like, t- like cut your ET vibe down, man. I was down no, with don't that. Don't blame me. It's your, your intro. I'm trying to keep him down to an even 15 minutes. So we're in over. I'm going to stop talking. We're going to do a podcast now. It's another minute. ET phone home. You're going to be happy with this one. Especially you. Murder. Mama. Yeah. There's been a murder. There's been a murder. Did you just randomly guess that or was you just know because... Because I, I know that you know that I really like murders. But, but, you, but, you, but why? Why do you like murders? I because it happened. Them. Because it happened. Mate. And, and and it's just mad that what what someone's actually done. It's like a movie, but it's real. It's happened. Yeah, I think yeah. that's why I like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. It I doesn't. It's not like I go, oh, yeah. And murders. jack off to it. 
<laughs> that anyone well, knows of. You like the, the, <laughs> the absurdity of it. How it's crazy it is. It's just yeah. so mental. Yeah, it is mad, isn't it? What do you think about them, Hannah? Um, Serial killers. I do. Murderers. I, suppose I do find. Rapists. Well, pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> Murderers are the ones that they're like, especially some of the ones which are just like completely random. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I suppose I, I agree plans. with Rob. Is I, I kind of get like that it's so wild that you, it, it is like living, you know, sort of like a real life version of a crazy movie that you watch but and it's, it's all the little stories between as well like so obviously you have the usual like you know they've been abused when the <laughs> grow up uh, and then we have like chicatello he he <laughs> he got himself in sort of kind of pallied and then got, got into the police while he was murdering people and they he knew where the bus stops where they were checking or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. so he so he had he was already in there and he was like right I'm planning this then. So he planned something a else. A few of them done that. Haven't they? Yeah. There's been, there's been a lot of like sly little like. But it's not maneuvers. actually that surprising when you think about it. someone that able to evade pol- like police well, and that's, massive. That's investi- the game. Yeah. Exactly. That's, yeah. That's like the game. Big they big obviously like murder, but also the other games to carry on murdering. Yeah. And that is and which which the second part of that the secondary thing that you need to do is not get caught. Absolutely. <laughs> so. so so there's like an added extra to it all. So we can talk about a fella called Dean Coral, right? Um, and I think coincidentally, and it is coincidence, it's happened twice now. Uh, Carousel Sniper Victim did a uh, uh, a podcast on Nazino Island, mm-hmm. just as we were doing one literally that week. And um, Sophie King did a pod on Dean Coral, the bloke we're talking to. Yeah. Uh, talking to, talking about. Uh, and I was like, oh, fuck, do we, do we scrub it for a week? Do we move it back? And I spoke to Brent, and he was like, fucking, you've got sloppy seconds, mate. So we're just going to fucking go with it. I'll think about moving it back and just doing something yeah. different. Yeah. I didn't matter. I thought, it, it, wasn't, it. it wasn't like he copied it. He just, we both, you just thought... The There's going to be crossover. Can't copy in podcasts? No, you can't. You no, just pick a subject... Be- they had, the, you know, if it wasn't. You, it if wasn't you like you went. They done it, so I'm gonna do it. Yeah, no, yeah that's what I'm trying they to say. do like so oh, many no. episodes. There's bound to be crossover because subjects that you're gonna pick, mind are you, th- are gonna be similar. Like uh, when I did Jim Carrey, that like they'd already done it. Was that so- same as every? Was, was yeah, that Sofa like King saying that was it? What that? What like sloppy, sloppy seconds? seconds? Yeah, yeah. Well, they had sloppy <laughs> seconds on Jimmy Savile. So oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Filthy thirds, I suppose, isn't it? Filthy thirds. He would have loved the sloppy second, though, Jimmy. Wouldn't <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would be fair. <laughs> That's what he went for. Yeah, he loved them. So uh, Dean Coral, right? He was an American serial killer who um, had a uh, fascination with teenage boys. Who he was um, obviously kidnapping them, raping them, torturing them as well as murdering them. At least twenty-eight victims. They think twenty-eight. It's usually a minimal number, isn't it? I mean, it's usually yes. more than that. That's what it means to me. Twenty-eight means times it by another. Oh, oh another yeah. twenty-eight roughly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As this is a deep one. There's lots of sort of rabbit holes that you could go down. With this, and I tried to keep this. I look at my word count when I'm writing out notes and shit, and I tried to keep it, to, but I had to go over. I thought, fucking hell, can it be too? Should it be a two part? And I was like, nah, fuck it. You all know the story anyway. If you really want to go down the rabbit hole and find out how this is connected to other things, potentially connected to other things, I've got a few like little bits in here to sort of perk your interest up if you weren't aware of yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. you can you can do your own research. So that yeah, twenty eight. Teenage boys murdered between 1970 and 1973 in Houston, Texas. And it's particularly disturbing because Dean Coral was helped by two teenage lads. He had a compasses, basically. Right, and he would. He had pa- some compasses. Com- he had, yeah, he was he helped had by two compasses. Two compasses. He had two compasses. They were very intelligent compasses. And uh, he paid them $200 each to headhunt victims 
What would a compass need two hundred dollars for? But but why? What was that? What did you say? <laughs> why would a compass need two hundred dollars? Oh, right. Why did he pay him two hundred dollars? Like, no, oh. no, but no, go on. I'm How could I not hear that? With I got fucking headphones and you're speaking to a through a microphone into my head and I still I couldn't know. hear what you said. It's because you're deaf as a post. I'm not deaf as a post. <laughs> I worked out, so he's paying like he's paying a couple of lads two hundred dollars each in in nineteen seven yeah yeah but to to headhunt a victim I, I worked that out it's it's about one thousand three hundred and fifty dollars he was per victim in nineteen seventy so we got money involved here he he was keeping the economy going <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming it was all done tax you know through the accounts and well yeah, like on the books <laughs> totally on the it's books. not cash in hand he had like. he had cash from a sweet business he ran and uh, he used to out hand out like candy to to lure school children in oh class oh, that's yeah. that's great isn't it it's like a, the pedophile who yeah, owns a, a sweet shop. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And his nickname, his serial killer name, was uh, the Candyman or the Pied Piper. So, because Pied Piper, because he was just everywhere he went, there was kids with him. Yeah. And fucking anyone, you know what I mean? There's a man followed by children. Yeah, all Nothing the time. Everything that's weird. Yeah. yeah a little yeah. bit odd. Just, yeah. a, just a smidge. Never take stranger uh, sweets off a stranger. Never. He, well, but okay. So Never. does he own? So he owns a sweet shop. He was. Yeah. Yeah. So how? Like, but we'll then you, if you're it. buying them from, then you, you buy sweets off strangers all the time well, when the you're buying from the sweets shop. Fuck. He found the loophole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He hacked it. But the thing, the, is, the, the, the thing is, the thing is, though, shops. It's perfect when you think about it for a paedophile murder of that because he'll just befriend the children when they come in. Once he realises there's like regulars or. The one which comes in every two weeks, he, you know, they get to know each other then, don't they? Yeah, and then he's not a stranger anymore. No, and then he just goes, why don't you get in the back of my wagon? I've got loads of um, Harry Bows or something. <laughs> Harry Bows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it fucking works. And there's a there's few some axes cu- in there. Some, some rhubarb and custards in there as well. Yeah, yeah. Some, That's old timey, man. Some yeah. um, pear drops. Classic, though. Classic. Pear drops. Pe- oh, pear drops. Like, ugh. What's your favourite sweet then? Before we get we talk about killing favorite little boys. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> you would never put those words together. Do you know what I used to love when I was a kid? Boys? I used to love. You remember those millions? Million, those millions, millions, millions. They were like little Fox chewy. You, know, you, you could mm. go and like decant all oh, the like different flavours, but they were like chewy, kind of. Um, yeah, yeah. Chewy nerds. Chewy nerds. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Man. I feel like nerds is something that's kind of gone out. No, nah, nerds is no nah, nerds is still around, man. That's a, it's there. a retro sweet now. So yeah, it's a retro no, thing. No, they're, it's they're like they're in the American. They're in, yeah, it's American. They're in the in the international R now. Whereas Fuck I swear off. to God, I went Two to my more. local Pricks. shop. Yeah, you wankers. Um, when I was a kid and would buy boxes of nerds. So like, why is it all of a sudden an American sweet? Can't we just like bang another two quid on it? Can't we just reproduce it over here like China steel technology and just call them like English boogers or something like that? It's like it's like Reese's for ages. You to pay an absolute fortune for those, and now you can just buy those. Has not like in every normal shop, can't you? Bastards, fucking robbing us. I I don't know what my favourite sweet was. Mm. Oh yeah, by the way, America, we call them sweets, not candy. I've tried to sort of. Flip between terminology. Nah, fuck that. It's like Hannah's <laughs> face disgusted. No, no fuck that. They're not. It's sweets. Sweets, candy, it's candy, is sweets. It, but I tried to incorporate. Person? Is this is American? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's mind, candy. mind you, but Candyman, the cereal. See what I mean? I've tried to. The sweet man <laughs> doesn't quite man, have the no. same ring to it, does it? You know, it? Willy Wonka, the Candyman on that was a bit paedophilic. I thought. Yeah, I singing thought that. To the kids I've, I've wrote Wait, what was the one? What was that weird? It was like a seventies, eighties, kind of similar to like. Bed knobs and Be- broomsticks. The, the child snatcher. Someone's bed knobs and broomsticks. Uh, broomsticks. <laughs> bread knobs and broomsticks. That larker that you bread brought. Bread knobs <laughs> and broomsticks. <laughs> I slipped, slipped uh, four vodkas in it as well. 
So a um a police officer who knew Dean Coral, um, actually married his cousin, said that he was a quiet, well mannered, uh, you know, redneck, kind fella. He was a totally sound, normal person, but not, not really, as we're going to get into this. <laughs> uh, so this case became known as the, as the Houston Mass Murders, and it is pretty fucking hardcore. Cause like. <laughs> I mean, it's just jumping. It's just, this will act like a filter, whether you, you're going to carry on listening or not. But he, he chewed one of his victims' uh, cock and balls off, and he would also insert glass rods down your dick holes and then smash them just glass. for the crack oh. of it. Glass I mean, rods. I don't even have a dick hole, and that gives well, me just the just imagine shivers. it up the minge hole, and then no, just someone just giving you It doesn't a work like that. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see that working. What? Well, of the minge hole? Down your dick hole. the minge hole. Because, I mean, no, I mean nothing, like nothing's meant to go in your dick hole. No, yeah, uh, when well, he says minge hole, I think he means like SDD the test. hole that the wee comes from, which is oh, right, equally the, the, as the piss hole. The yeah. piss hole, the pi- yeah. The maybe the piss hole, yeah. 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 yeah, okay, fair enough. I'll accept that. You'll accept that. Yeah, because minge, minge hole, it would just get lost in there, wouldn't it? Just, not if it got snapped. They might have a bit might, of pleasure in might, that. It might, rather it than might get a bit like stuck. Like it's a bloke. Might get stuck in the side somewhere. Fuck it you sick bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, so Coral was the most prolific serial killer in America until Ted Bundy and, and John Wayne Gacy came along and knocked him off the, uh, off top, the top spot. spot. Yeah, yeah. But they reckon that Gacy was actually inspired by Dean Coral. Uh, and there's a lot of similarities uh, in, in this case. So we'll, um, as we normally do, we'll start with Dean Coral's childhood. Uh, and I've got to say, as far as, excuse me, as far as serial killers go, it fuck all happened. It's, there's like no setting fire to cage cats. There's no... Fingers what? of doom from a didn't, rogue didn't uncle. Didn't piss his pants no, in bed. No, he didn't kill anyone. Didn't the skin thing, a cat. No arson, no head injury. Mm. Um, I mean, there may well have been stuff, but as we're going to get further into this, you'll find out why we don't know that, mm. because we can't ask him questions anymore. Um, so he was born on Christmas Eve in 1939 in Fort Wayne, Indiana, <laughs> uh, to his mum, Mary Elizabeth, uh, Emma Robinson, and his dad, Arnold Edwin Coral. Fuck me, that, that was difficult to say. Arnold Edwin, Edwin Coral. That's the same middle name as Stephen what? King. Wow. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. There you go. <laughs> and, when you look, and when you look at the dates of their marriage, sometime like spring 1939, and, and then compare that to Dean's birth at the end of 1939, it's possible that Mary was pregnant with Dean um, before they got married. So they, it could have been arranged married. They could have just been like forced into it and not really liked each other well, or rain, whatever. You mean, when you say arranged, because she had a bun in the oven, it yeah. was just like it was a for. It wasn't it was arranged. Like shit, yeah, arranged was, is like when families um, arrange the, the marriage for you. Forced into it. He's like this. Yeah, you kind of like. Oh well, fuck. We gotta have okay. a kid. Yeah. Arranged. Yeah. It's like it's I mean, like because it, it was back in wedlock. The, yeah, as I say, it's back in the day where where if you yeah, have a kid you when a you're not married, yeah, yeah, you're bastard frowned upon. You're a fucking so so. What they've done is they've gone. Oh shit, I'm up the duff. We'll get married tomorrow. That's what bastard. We'll, is, we'll announce the next Child. day. I'm up the duff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that matters, but you know, his dad was a mechanic in a factory, and his mother stayed at home looking after Dean. So very traditional for like late thirties, early forties. Um, Mary and Arnold didn't get along. They argued and uh, fought quite a bit. Um, nice. So the story goes. Uh, I think that was a lot more common back then. It could be because of the stress of, well, I, I suppose, the Great Depression. Divorce and then is very frowned upon at that point. Yeah, 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 like yeah. It wasn't as widely accepted to just get divorced if you're not, if it ain't working out. Well, they, and plus the Nazis are kicking off World War Two, so I suspect there was probably quite a bit of stress going on. And you think the divorce when that's going on? <laughs> yeah. So even though they weren't happy, they uh, blasted out another child, a boy. So that would have been Dean's brother uh, yeah, Stanley in 1942. Well, you know, they, they all want a piece of each of us still. 
They may not like each other, but you know. Poon's Poon, mate. Uh, yeah. Arnold Coral, the dad. Poon's uh, Poon. Yeah, he right, didn't pay okay. any attention to the children. Apparently, he just come home from work and he just like knackered as fuck. Eat his dinner, shout a bit, and then go to bed. And then repeat, and it's kind of like a trap. You can see how people get stuck in there. It's a trap! And they think that they've got to do that to just to continue doing what they're doing, but they're not realising that years are going by and your fucking life is evaporating and you're just fucking stuck in this cycle. So he was there physically, but he didn't like do dad things with his children and he'd punish Didn't play, didn't do anything. No, no, no. He'd go in and go, Where's my fucking dinner? Why is the gassing people? He's like, Fuck, it's no time for trampoline practice. Where's my fucking dinner? Where's my beer? Yeah. You shut the fuck up. Yeah. Go to bed. Basically, uh, a few years um, after they got married, this was in 1946. The inevitable happened, and they got a divorce because they, they didn't fucking. That's why I think it might have been arranged because, like, she was pregnant with Dean at the time. They're like, "Fuck it, we just got to do this." Um, and I'd imagine, like you were saying just then, that getting divorced back in the 40s was rare as fuck. Well, it just what? Yeah, it wasn't the done thing, was it? It well, was like been easier to kill her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. Don't. I think yeah, it was. You know, works. I think a lot of people, people were a lot more religious and obviously wed getting married is that quite a real you know if you most people were getting married by in a church by a vicar so or yeah it would have been with you just got to do what henry VIII or whatever did. so pasta a pasta pasta fagini you just, you just, just basically got to do what henry the eighth did with an or because <laughs> he, he was like i want to divorce her. He went, you can't do that anyone fuck yeah, it i'll make my it, own I'll shit then i'll just i can get divorced because i'm the, I'm the king <laughs> oh, i'm gonna yeah. make my own thing to be to to fucking divorce well, he, my wife so you can fuck off god basically basically yeah he broke the no, he made the he Church made of England. Yes. Yeah, he yeah, made yeah. the Church of England, didn't yeah. he? Because, because, because he wanted he to get divorced. From the Catholic. Well, he wanted to, basically, he wanted to get divorced and he made this whole yeah, thing which is still going. The thing is that she must have been a proper knob to do that. He must have really hated her to go through the rigmarole of setting up a new religion. He's well, the king. Should he just like fucking kill her? Yeah. I, feel like, Fuck it. God, uh, um, I feel like he was a bit picky because yeah. he killed about eight of them. Didn't he just want like a boy and they just kept blasting out girls? And like, ah, shit. Mm. Well, he was married to the f- his French wife for the longest and she just kept poking out or no poking children out, poking out either girls. children that died or no, just couldn't girl, or girls, girls and he wanted, or girls he wanted, he wanted and he bloke, wanted a boy yeah. he wanted a lad to perpetuate the uh, the throne and the bloodline that's yeah. what it was yeah he wanted yeah because but Anne Boleyn had all a of his wives died well, in car crashes in, in uh, medieval tunnels in England I think yeah that, <laughs> anyway. was, that was the equivalent of that wasn't it <laughs> yeah 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 Slightly off uh, topic. So Arnold Coral, uh, uh, Dean's Dean's old man, he got drafted into the military, as everyone did. Constrip- conscription. Fucking hell, Rob, this beer. He's struggling with your words today. I am, you? actually. <laughs> uh, I think he was in the Air Force, um, and he was stationed in Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, but well, that'll do. Yeah. That'll do. Sounds Close enough. Who's gonna <laughs> Sounds <check>? good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's going to check? I can say anything. Just make all the stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, yeah none of this is actually true. We're just making up stories. I think person called Dean Coral. He's really good yeah, yeah. at making up stories. I've, I'm just, yeah. I think he's in the Air Force. <laughs> so uh, so his parents split up and... Uh, he's and been the, on a plane. And his old man ends up moving to, to Memphis to be in the military. Mary Coral sold her house and then moved Dean and Stanley to Memphis so they could be closer to their dad. So like, she's she's trying her best she to realise the, the importance of a father. But Arnold didn't really give a fuck. He was like, fuck's sakes, I just got drafted into the military. I've, been, I've moved... Miles away, yeah. and she moved, and she's moved out. Ar- Arnold, I'm right next, I can't escape. Ar- Arnold on purposely fucking she did, did that. that. She did it. He, he wanted to go home, have his sandwich, and like go to bed and tell the kids to fuck off. So he fucked off, and then she, she shipped the kids him. to him. Yeah, and she yeah. was like, "You fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> fucking! I thought I got rid of you, lot. Yeah, and now you're fucking back here. It's the same shit. So it's all sort of totally normal. He, uh, Dean Coral went to school. Fuck knows where. Doesn't really matter. Hogwarts for all I care. He had <laughs> mates. Um, people said that um, he was a shy and reserved, quiet lad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he would socialise, but preferred not to, and he liked his own company. 
whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. Still, still no signs of, of being a mentalist. He was totally normal. Most of the articles I read like to point out that he had emotions and cared about people. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he yeah. wasn't leaving his room at night with a bayonet, staring into people's windows and wanking. He wasn't doing that. Yeah, yeah. Like the force <laughs> isn't that strong in him at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's living. He's, he's living the normal line at the minute. Yeah, he yeah, hasn't. Yeah. He hasn't spurred up the line. So we know now, but we they didn't know this back then. But when he was seven, he suffered from uh, undiagnosed rheumatic fever, which sounds really old timey, doesn't it? I was like, what the undiagnosed fuck is that? rheumatic fever? It's an inflammatory disease which affects your heart, your joints, your skin, central nervous system, and your brain. So everywhere, everything was swelling. Yeah, I wonder whether that pressed the serial killer button in his head. Maybe, maybe. maybe you know. um, and this Why was, not? This was happening around the time that his parents were divorcing. So Dean was probably saying, because it was undiagnosed for so long, he's probably saying, Mum, I feel fucked. I feel like totally fucked all the time. I yeah. need help. But his parents are like, shut the fuck up. I'm yeah. around with him over Stop there. Stop moaning, you little fuck. And Basically. <laughs> nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so um, he didn't do pee at school because he, he was fucked. Like so he'd be running around and he was like, Jesus Christ, fuck it. I'm bad- dying. I'm badly knackered. What's going on? He just didn't understand why he couldn't keep with everyone else yeah, yeah. Um, he's probably thinking what old school can horrific childhood disease have yeah. I got cholera or some shit mm. can, can, yeah can relate <laughs> yeah, what you had cholera no what what can you relate then well think about it what you were running around at school out of breath no but rheumatic fever oh yeah 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 I get that but I thought you were t- you went talking about cholera and I was like fuck well no because you d- oh, it doesn't matter <laughs> 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 moving swiftly on but he got diagnosed in uh, 1950 when he was 11. So he had it for something like four or five years without anyone knows. It's fucking him up the whole time. And he had a heart murmur as well. So doctors said, look, you okay. can't do any like PE, physical exercise at school or whatever. Sound? Well, I, that's I hated PE when I was at school. Yeah, that's the thing, man. They're I fucking brilliant. Got yeah. the, they, got, they got the note to get out of PE all the time. Yeah, yeah girls <laughs> have that all the time. They just go, I'm on the rag. Here you go. And they don't, yeah, but and you got it right. Okay, but fucking think about hell. that. You My got like a bleeding. Painters are in. You got blood going everywhere. You don't really want to be like undressing. And no excuses. Quitters. Rehab is for quitters. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Re- what? <laughs> Rehab is for quitters. Well, yeah, obviously, but like, how about. does that relate to a girl not having I a don't know. I don't know what how <laughs> a lot of what I'm saying relates to anything. This is 205 episodes of nonsense now. There's no rhyme or reason to any of this. <laughs> None at all. <laughs> but a lot of the articles I read, they said that like not doing PE um, kind of like helped to isolate him socially even more. But I was like, no, nah, not really, man. He seemed it's to enjoy it. PE, man. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. PE, is that what they call it in America? If I don't care, physical education, that's what it is. Just yeah. running around in circles in the freezing fucking cold between <laughs> maths and chemistry. Ugh. Mm. Ugh. D- that, whatever, <laughs> playing dodgeball or whatever you hated do over it, there. hated it. It's always, playing always, always outside in the fucking freezing cold, fuck off. Yeah, that was the good bits, man. Loved it in the cold. Ugh. The ground's frozen. Time no. for rugby. You're like, what the fuck? Beat test. Let's play fuck some, off. Uh, yeah, <laughs> let's play some <laughs> netball <laughs> with the hardest ball in the world and your cold, frozen <laughs> fingers. I was, I was good at the beat test. Were you? Mm, I come second three times next what? to someone Never who used first. to always win in your class. I mean, that's not that impressive in your year. But in, in uh, if you said like no, you know, in, Birmingham, in my class, yeah, <laughs> in Birmingham, I came second in the beep test out of a class where I was competing against blokes. Cause so fifty yeah. percent of them are women. So Debas, fifteen men. It's better than coming last. Fifteen lads. I came only, second. No, there was only two people uh, in the class. Probably most of <laughs> half of them <laughs> being the guy who won. So you came second out of seven people, Rob. No, I used to always <laughs> lose to the same person. Oh, did you? Mm. Was he fast? He was annoyingly um, rapid. Um, had a good endurance in him. Fucking definitely did, mate. Definitely. Which really pissed me off. 
Should have broke his legs. That would have stopped him from running. <laughs> so, uh, so Dean's parents, they, uh, I think for the kids, they like patched things up and got remarried. And they, oh, um, for fuck's sake. Oh, that's stupid. Not, well, not necessarily. Because if it works, it works. This is in 1950. It did it work, though? Uh, well, yeah, of course it worked, man. Uh, they were trying for the kids, basically. Um, and it lasted three years. So it didn't work. It didn't, yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> it was a fucking waste of three years. In 1953, it separated again. Um, it sounds like Eminem. <laughs> marrying the same woman four times. Yeah, you can't do that, man. Split Eminem married that. his... Oh. I think, he, yeah, didn't he divorce her and then marry her again? I don't fucking like know. that woman he Kim. screams, screams about, about in his... About. Yeah, the one yeah. where he's about cutting her throat and stuff. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Chucking her back of the boot or the car or whatever it was. Yeah. Some shit like that. He married her four times. Three. Well, no, maybe not. <laughs> like, at least two. He got she's, divorced her and then married her again. She's um she's milking it because he's she's getting double bubble there. Yeah, she's getting like alimony <laughs> twice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Double oh bubble. Took half his shit the first time and took and then took half, half again. again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's yeah. a lot of shit, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this second divorce didn't seem to, well, as far as I could tell, from obviously not being able to speak to Coral, but it didn't spin him out. Like two divorces, you think oh, it's got to be having some sort of effect on you, but we'll never no. know. Um, but his mother Mary, she mother Mary, she got married again uh, when she met a travelling clock salesman called Jake West. <laughs> oh my God, that sounds like a movie, doesn't it? <laughs> and Jake uh, West, the clock salesman. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. And this is where the Dean's magic salesman. His life sort of, I think, he will stop time and make you go back to a different dimension. <laughs> it becomes a little bit more stable now, uh, and I'd say probably a little bit better than it was before. It was hard but good. Um, and in 1955, his new father, Jake West, he started. Starts up a, a new sweet business, candy business called Pecan Prince, right? Well, so so he, he, um, his stepdad, I suppose. Stepdad, yeah, Jake West, yeah. Set, set up a sweet shop. Yep. So he, uh, yeah. So he, yeah, yeah. So he was a travelling clocksman <laughs> and we decided to become, okay. It sounds like a fucking Willy Wonka. I know, it? yeah. It, it, sounds like, it sounds like that guy from... Uh, no wonder he wanted McDonald's to murder people. The McDonald's dude, he's like fucking... Trusted, yeah. walk, just travelled around trying to sell fucking mad shit to people. And uh, No, it was like milkshake machines, that yeah, was it. Yeah, it was milkshake. It was a milkshake. Yeah, yeah, like he... The, Ray Kroc. Ray Kroc, he like basically was a, sales, a travelling salesman to sell... Um, milkshake machines, right. and he heard, and they, and, and the, the McDonald's, McDonald's ordered like twelve of them, and he was like, "What is that wrong?" And because he, so then he went there and have, because like, what the fuck's going on here? And that's how it all started. Yeah, yeah. And he ended up like getting into business with the McDonald's brothers, and Ray Kroc also was in the military with Walt Disney. And I'm like, "What the fuck? They're all this powers? is a simulation. Yeah. This yeah. is yeah. fucking simulation." Walt, Walt Disney knew everyone. It was like a like anyone who's famous. He, for some reason, he was there. Yeah. Was, I don't reckon he existed. I reckon he's like a. Like uh, just a figure that everyone says, if if you're famous, just say Walt Disney. Yeah, yeah that makes Cause, you, cause that then makes, sounds it, good. It, it makes sounds everything good. more magical. Yeah. <laughs> so old Jake West, he got into um into into the sweet business, the candy business, because of a sweet a, a pecan farmer was like, look, trust me, mate, if this is killer. That pecans aren't sweets. No, They're but he like nutty, he like caramelized them or some shit. <laughs> put, put some sugar on. I them don't outside. fucking know. Um, but yeah, he got into that basically. Um and. Uh, his um, a dean, and along with his brother and his mom, worked alongside uh, Jake in, in on the family business, like building up. And like all businesses, it starts from basically nothing. And, and they were working from um, the garage in the house, the garage, and uh, the, gar- the, the garage. garage. They were working before school and after school on the, the production lines and shit. They were grafters. And at the time, Pekin Prince um, was was doing well. It sounds like a really bad like gaming name. I don't know. It's <laughs> fucking rubbish, Pe- isn't it? Pekin Prince. <coughs> prince, as in like 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 a like, like a prince, like Prince like Harry. A prince. Yeah, Harry. Yeah. Is it, I know, it's He's sh- no prince. It's, it's, well, it's nineteen forty. No, it's not. It's nineteen fifty. Oh, yeah, he is. Fucking is. 
so most of the business, most of the uh, suites that they were selling were in Houston and they were in Pasadena. So Jake was traveling over to, to Houston to sell his clocks. That's where he's, and like he's, so he's like trying to sell his clocks and he's, he's also trying to fucking palm off a few nutty sweets, sweets on people and they're like oh yeah uh, so um, they if, you like, like, if you like this clock you'll like these sweets so, they, <laughs> so they ended up uh, moving to, uh, to to Houston Heights in, in 1958 because that's where the fucking business was mm-hmm. so we just go there yeah, instead makes sense they opened up a shop and business was good everyone was working well, hard must have been if he's paying kids 200 quid of Oh, he's not doing that yet, mate. No, I know, but but it must have got good. That's well, what I'm yeah. saying f- to do that. Well, I think this is a bit more linked than than. I think this is linked to. Well, we'll fucking get into it, man. You, you'll you'll know what I mean when mm-hmm. I get there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, life's good. I think they've got their ups and downs, but everyone's grafting. They're working this towards normal a common life. Your normal some, goal. Some yeah. sort of, sort of stability going on. Coral's grandma gets ill in 1960, and his mum's like, "Look, you got to go move to Indiana to help her, Indiana, because like he, uh, what he the kid has." Yeah, yeah, he's not. I don't know how old he is. Here, for 39. Uh, uh, he's like 20, tw- 20 oh, okay. 19, 20, something oh, like that. That sucks. And no, it doesn't. But he's it 21. He's 21. Um, but because she was widowed and was obviously getting towards the end of her life, so. He, so he's a nice lad. He's, this isn't the acts of a, acts of a fucking sadistic murderer. He's moving to help people and he stuff. Sounds nice. Um, and he actually met a girl in Indiana. Yeah, had a relationship with her. She even proposed to him, uh, which he rejected. And this was in 1962. So he stayed That's in Indiana for two years, looking after his grandman. Fair play to him. You know what I mean? Mm. I think. I'm not well, sure. I don't know. You two looking like think, I'm fucking think, crazy or something. I think, I think there's another motive to this. Well, because we know that he's some kind of mad murderer, so it's like well, we're just waiting for the. We're waiting for the, re- the, the, the reason like, why the he reason? wants to look after his What made him Nan flip? Well, yeah. well, yeah, this is, we don't. I'll stay what, with Nan. What, but she's what, been dead a year. No, what, I'll stay with Nan. Switch? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm still bathing her. She's been dead a year. I'm wearing her as a sk- like a skin suit now. For yeah, fuck's yeah. Sakes. She's in me. Pardon? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Excuse me. So when his grand died, he broke off. Uh, Coral broke off the relationship with that girl and just basically just cut her, cut her out of his life. And then he moved back to Houston Heights and then worked on the business where he lived in some like apartment above the uh, the, the shop that they had at this point. It sounds like she um she she. Got away with it in a way. Yeah, she did. He wasn't interested for mm. reasons that you'll find out. Because um, he liked little boys, obviously. Yeah, yeah. This is where it starts to get a bit darker now. Where you start to see things not unravel, but get a bit a bit shady. His mom divorced again in 1963, so she's got rid of, Ooh. or Jake's got rid of. Do you reckon Mary Coral was a dick? The clock man. Got yeah. rid of the clock. She man. got rid of the clock man. Yeah, I, re- I reckon she was um, a Malvi um, <laughs> arsehole. Or is this just one side of the story? Well, she just, she just might be um, mentally unstable and just can't stick or like something. So she's just like fucking one minute she's happy, next minute she's not, and blah, 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 blah. And then that bit you have it, you have it. Yeah, Maybe. I suppose. Yeah, Maybe. a bit bipolar. Because then obviously it's it's hard for someone to to stay with someone if they keep flipping around, keep flipping they? around so unless much. They tr- unless they were thinking about the kids and like, we've got to fucking make this work. We've got, we've got to try. We've got unless to try. And then and then she it doesn't work. And then she gets married again. She's like, I really want to fucking try. And then, nah, fuck it. This geezer's a dick. I'm out. Mm. Maybe it was that. Maybe. I don't know. So I guess there was some money available because Mary Coral opened up her own business called the Coral Candy Company, which is a way better name. Yeah, yeah, it's much Pecan, better than yeah. fucking pe- what was it? Pecan Prince. Yeah, Pecan Pe- Prince. Yeah, it sounds like some sort of Persian, like 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 fucking royalty. It does, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, Pecan Prince. It's weird. It's so a weird she, name. So she's got an, she's got her own company up and running. Pecans aren't sweets. 
Aren't, aren't they birds? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking birds. Bird sweets. Yeah. What the fuck's going on here? <laughs> really colourful though. Yeah, it tastes really like shit. Massive as well. You get a lot for your money. Bit soft and hard at the same time. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying anything. It's one of my skills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, in the Coral Company, uh, Coral Candy Company, Big Dean was appointed um, vice president. He like fucking calm down. What the fuck? Well, it's it? like any. It's, it's like, oh, I com- start my own business. I'm the director of the world. It's Coral Company. It's like vice you, president. It's like you being like president of Robots for Eyes. I'm the vice president, and Hannah's the it fucking ha- CEO. It sounds like the fuck. It sounds like get over yourselves. Yeah, so it sounds like you're fucking running a country, doesn't it? You just yeah. got a sweet shop. Yeah, get over it. Just fucking. Just I'm going to call myself shop. Prime Minister of this business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pardon? Yeah. You are a dick. Yeah, that's that's what that'd be the first thing that yeah. someone would say, wouldn't they, if you went, I'm the Prime Minister of this company. Yeah, no. You'd be like, no. No. No, you're not, mate. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, you're just a wanker, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Cockmunch. So as the business expanded, they began to hire staff, and it was usually like kids looking for Saturday jobs. You know what I mean? That kind of... St- uh, yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, and, and Dean was <laughs> in charge of hiring. So he was hiring like... Uh, did they make the sweets or did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did the fucking lot, the man. Lot, right, right. The fucking lot, man. They were hardcore. So like the boiling sugar and all that shit. Yeah, and people and everything. <laughs> and people. <laughs> That's why they were so There's tasty. There's a couple of vats with people in them. So he's hiring, so Dean's like hiring. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's yeah. a cute little boy. I'll hire him. So he's hiring all these Wait, young is he teenagers. Is he, ga- is he gay? Well, we'll find oh, out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he fucking is, man. Yeah, I was going to say that gave it away. Well, if he's murdering little boys and doing yeah. stuff to little boys. And this, is where we, I suppose this is where we start to get the first glimpse of Crazy Dean, like the sort of sexual predator, because he's hiring all these young lads and he started to sort of push himself sexually onto these, onto these young boys working in the shop. Like he'd be like straight up just asking them for blowjobs. Like gives a... Gives a quick blowy lad. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And grabbing ass and stuff like that. And just not, not being at all like... Oh no, it wasn't. Uh, so that sounds like something switched in his head because it's like you're saying before. He I sounded like an alright lad, and then if you're going straight to that, I think the like switch is switched. switching yeah. now. It's a slow it's motion switch. Fuck it, he's gone into well, the he's fuck it mode. He's yeah. yeah he, so maybe he's just reaching an age where those those feelings are happening for him. Maybe and he's just like maybe, um, but he did it so much that one of the uh, these little lads that were working there, like Saturday lads, whatever, um, went to the uh, to the main boss and made a complaint because he's fucking cold, was grabbing his, his trying to fucking dry root him all the time and yeah, yeah. fucking grabbing his ass, to wank him off, and it's his, and it's his mom, yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. So what are you doing, man? Trying to give him a quick hand, and, oh, I'm just trying to give this geezer custard creams. You're just fucking <laughs> grabbing. And my you're balls. trying to make me custard cream. <laughs> <laughs> So he put a complaint in with the boss, which, as Hannah says, is Dean's mum. He's like, um, you know, Dean's touching my ass. He's trying to fucking get me to suck his dick. He's making advances. (laughs) I don't feel what exclusive of that. Yeah, I don't feel safe. So, what do you reckon she did? She sacked the kid. She fucking sacked the kid. Bingo. Fucked him off. Um, And it seems that she was trying to protect her son Dean. She was trying to fucking keep this on the down low. I think. I guess she must have said something to him. She must have gone, look, man. I think that she knew. I think that she. Well, she's a, she's his mom. She, obviously, yeah, she, she knew she he was gay. Yeah, yeah. He was gay at this point. Obviously, he was doing things like that. And but like, she would have gone, no, 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 back no, then. not not little kids, mate. Mm, yeah. Oh, well, you know, I've like had to get rid of him. Stop it now. Well, you know, I said that. Oh, was his yeah, warning. maybe not little kids, but there were a lot of yeah. people that were publicly like hanging around. Like little Richard came to to England with like a four with his fourteen year old girlfriend, and we were like, nah, nah, that don't wash over here, mate. Nah, get back to America where you all rape children, apparently. <laughs> oh, that's a sweeping generalised statement <laughs> if I ever heard one. It's just that they've got like their big hitting serial killers tend to the, the biggest ones tend to come from America. 
other than the mm-hmm. Russians, but yeah, yeah. it tends to be America, uh, and they all like fingering boys, apparently. Ooh. Well, because, you know, we don't have any terrible serial killers in no, the we're UK. we're fucking good as gold over here. <laughs> this is the Queensland. Exactly, fucking, you know, Wests or anything. Nothing like that. Nothing no. like that. No, no, so no. I, th- I, think, I think Dean's mom <laughs> knew more about his personality too, yeah. and, and she had to, because like, you, when you consider that witnesses came forward after all this went down, and they were saying... I saw little Harry giving him a blowjob around the corner. No, no, not even that. Like People go, oh, yeah, I used to... Uh, like When this is all out in the open and everyone knows what's happened, they used to say, oh, yeah, that's fucking weird, because I used to see old Dean come out of the, uh, the shop... In the like in the middle of the night, dragging sacks and burying them around the perimeter of the store, burying them. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, if if someone didn't report that, well, I mean, I mean, they, I, they approached I w- him about it. I was going to say, I, w- I wouldn't, I wouldn't go right. This is obviously some sort of sweet making, um, you know, technique. You have to bury it in dirt for a week and then <laughs> well, bring yeah. it back up. You know what I mean? He said, he said that he was just getting rid of like. Um, like off ingredients or whatever shit that he didn't need. I'm like, what? Fucking sugar? Sugar? It's sweets. It's fucking sugar. What the fuck anyway, goes off I suppose about it was sugar? Off ingredients after he's murdered them. He's just like, fuck him. I don't. I can't use him anymore. So, something's going on in it. You know what I mean? Anyway, uh, 1964, he gets drafted into the military. Um, Vietnam War was raging, but he didn't leave the US. He was stationed in uh, uh, Louisiana on a base as a radio repairman. Uh, he was a good soldier, apparently, proper grafter, as he would be, cause considering he helped build like a family business and he, before school and after school was working. Mm-hmm. And he left after 10 months. He was like, fuck this shit. And I'm fucking yeah. fair play yeah. to you. Do you know what? I prefer the sweet shops with the little boys. I just write kids there. I'm yeah. going back. I, I don't want to fix radios. So he, so he left on the 11th of June, 1965, <laughs> because he applied for a hardship discharge to help with the family business. And they were like, yeah, go on, off you go. Honourable discharge. Fucking that's, result. That's what he wanted to do, an honourable discharge, but he couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well, he did when he was in the military. They did reckon, he? because they reckon during that 10 months that he, he potentially had his first homosexual encounters, like having sex with the troops in the showers, whatever, mostly consensual. But I read about suspect rape cases possibly conducted by him and possibly inflicted upon him. But right. again, we'll fucking never know. Okay. And... Um, it seems that he 100% realised that he was gay at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a, a sadistic side of him seemed to emerge and his personality began to change. Not because he was gay. It wasn't like fucking, I'm gay, I'm a sadist. Yeah. It was like he was starting it's to know who he was. because he was a mentalist. Was. And he was starting to know who he was in a way. Yeah. So he just, it just was, he was that, I yeah. suppose. He's just a fucking crazy yeah. sexual psychopath, basically. But once, Once the... F- one bit of truth comes out and he accepts it. The rest of it, yeah. truth about we him just comes out and he accepts that. He just, he just goes, oh, fuck it, I'm going to go and get some kids in the candy store. Well, that's it. He was his, he would just happened to be a sexual uh, predator and he was interested in men. And that doesn't make, because you have like, there's blokes um, that go out and rape women and look, fucking bite their tits off and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. It's just his preference was male. It's got nothing to do with yeah, being yeah, yeah. gay. It's just because he was gay. That's the only reason why he was, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm. Well, he was a paedophile, he wasn't gay. Yeah, I was going to say, he's, he's picking kids, which is paedophile. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's gay, but he's, gay, he's, not he's, he's not gay, he's a paedophile. Well, he is. Because gay men aren't like... No. Well, he is. But cause he is because he's choosing the mate. He's not choosing if, little if, girls, he's choosing little boys. And if he's, so he's if a he, paedophile. And if he's had a sexual encounter with a bloke in the army, mm. then he must be. You know what I mean? So technically, yeah, he's a gay paedophile. Just love the D. Everyone loves the D. Well... Bit of day. Everyone can't beat it. Bit of, no. So the coral camp, uh, coral. Ca- fuck Camper. me, this beer. <laughs> Jesus, Rob. <laughs> you couldn't even. You couldn't even get it in your mouth. Then you went like really weird side. Just sit, sit. Stro- slow motion stroke. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> so the company was operating over the road from a primary school. Oh, perfect. An elementary school. Who can make the sun rise. This is, a, this is where it gets goes fucking completely mental now. And something happened at this point in it. So he's left the military, but there was... I don't know whether the military was the catalyst, but he fucking completely changed. And when he turned 30, there was a massive shift in his personality, and he would become depressed and like hypersensitive and he'd, he'd get really angry incredibly quickly all the while continuing to pester young teenage employees touching them and, and groping so something fucking happened uh, and he quickly realized that candy the sweets were effectively a currency to schoolboys because they'll fucking do anything for free treats yeah yeah it's shady in it man and when the school children were in the shop coral was becoming um like people would say he was like he was really flirty and and play and playful with them and he installed a, a pool table at the back of the shop and invite the school kids. I'll give you a gobstopper for a gobstopper. Yeah, pretty much. And they were like, Yeah man, look man, I can go around the back. Dean's cool, he owns a sweet shop, he's the vice fucking president. Calm down. And, and sometimes we get to play on his pool table around the back and we eat free sweets the whole time. So you can see how enticing mm. that is if you're like three. You know, well, probably no, older than three. Yeah. Whatever. I imagine it's like going to be, yeah, I imagine it's going to yeah, be like 10 you know to about I mean. like four, 13 and they go, you fucking pedo after that. And, he, and he, yeah. stopped, he stopped hanging around with adults and almost solely spent his time with children and teenage boys who I guess probably idolised him because he's he fucking, he's Willy Wonka, isn't he? Mm-hmm. They're easy to impress. Just give him mm-hmm. a bag of sugar. They'll do anything you want. Uh, and this is actually where he got the name Candyman and the Pied Piper because children were following him everywhere. And you know you're a savage when you get your serial killer name before you even fucking before start killing. Start <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's savage, man. Um, and in 1967, he makes friends with a guy called, a 12-year-old lad called David Brooks. And he saw Dean as like a, f- a father figure. And Brooks was uh, poor. His, his parents were divorced. Uh, broken family. Same, same sort of thing, yeah, I suppose. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Down, so they can down relate to each other as well, yeah. Down on his look. So, uh, so Coral takes Brooks in, like, under his wing, and they take road trips together to, like, beaches and shit. Remember that. Um, and Coral would give Brooks money whenever he asked because he was poor. He's like, oh, I need some money. He's like, don't worry. Oh. He's essentially just fucking giving him grips. He's grooming him, basically. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's, it's just li- I mean, that's yes, clear as day. It's, it's a grooming thing, isn't it? Yeah. Here, here's some food. Here's some money. Here's, here's some this. gifts. Oh, some by cash. the way, for that, he might have to suck my dick. Why do they call it grooming when no one's brushing anyone's hair? And all you're <laughs> trying to do is fuck him and suck his dick. I'm <laughs> grooming you. I suppose, you're not. I suppose, you're raping him. Well, no, it's like you're there. I suppose, in a way, it is a, it's a good, it is a good expression because you're grooming them by giving them what they want. Yeah. Rather than yeah, it's, in, it's like you give them, yeah, yeah. Give touching them, them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Rather give than brushing in their in hair, in exchange for something, and, you know, plucking their eyebrows. But oh. doing Ooh, it when they're not far young. off, really plucking their eyebrows. It wasn't their eyes though? Pubes. Yeah, yeah. plucking their pubes <laughs> off. Oh, nice. And I guess like, didn't anyone see it strange that like a twelve-year-old boy is hanging out with a 30, 30 year old man? You'd think probably so. not so yeah. much back then. I don't think yeah. it was as. You know, like now, They yeah. didn't know this shit was happening. Like now. I suppose it yeah. depends on the story Even as well. Like just go say. back to the 80s and you think oh, things were dark. Like if, if little you, people li- didn't think about it in the same way if as they do now. Like you watch 80s films and you're like, mm, it's questionable. And it's oh, a bit like questionable. David Barry's cocky trousers. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, but also d- the fact that there looks like nearly 40-year-old man is pursuing a 16-year-old girl. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, good it's point. So back then... Just having kids around him probably wasn't seen as a bad thing. And also the fact that the kids had a bad upbringing and people would have known it, that the other one, you know, a divorced mm-hmm. family. Yeah, they yeah. Would have a, broke, a broken yeah. family. He's just looking for a manly figure. 
So and maybe I, it's too manly for him. So Carl, like, I guess he saw how David Brooks admired him to the point of, of doing anything, literally. And by 1969, when Brooks was 14 or 15, Carl began to in, to gradually introduce like a, a sexual element to their to their relationship, like hugs, kisses, a bit of a grope here, and eventually he paid. Literally, just outright pay Brooks a few dollars here and there, so to allow him to suck his dick. To be like, is is a tenner? I'll just give you a blowjob real quick. And Brooks is like, I don't know why he sounded like he was from the north of England then, but <laughs> but that's what he'd do. Um, but still, even with all this going on, uh, Brooks said, "Fuck all." You'd think a kid would be like, nah, I "Probably no, shouldn't no, be allowed." No, this is a bit wrong. To be yeah. Look at what happened yeah. to those boys that um, uh, Michael Jackson fucked Tri- about with they true. didn't they didn't talk until they were like bribe in their em. 30s just fucking bribe them I mean Coral's like I think I could probably just fuck you at this point and he j- and he did he could just like he yeah he, he's if he's done all the stuff so far and he ain't said a word he's yeah. like yeah I can fuck you oh you ain't got a you fucking clue how bad this is gonna get you ain't alright but he's he's crossing what over he isn't he to the other th- the other things just stick some pear drops in it, up his ass. But, um in his eyes, up his <laughs> nose, <laughs> up his nose. <laughs> down his bell end. <laughs> so, so sometime around now, the Coral Cam- uh, Coral Candy Company f- closes. Jesus Christ! <laughs> the Coral Candy Company closes. It's all the seas. Fucking not, but I've wrote myself a tongue twister there. Um, a touch. He couldn't even say tongue twister. What, right. what is this beer? It's, it's just normal beer, mate. Is have I even? To- have I eaten today? I don't know. Am I having a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> like it. Uh, I don't know why the company closed, but it did. But Dean had a bit of cash. It seems he had a bit of cash because he was spending a, a lot of money. Um, but he gets a job at a place called the Houston Lighting Power and Power Company, and he worked there till the end. And I'm not sure that they actually suspected Dean Cole of being a murderer, but he used to used to keep all the rope and the plastic sheeting from from the packaging, like you know, on site when shit gets delivered yeah, on pallets. Yeah, yeah, and he was yeah. like, "I'm uh, I'm uh, making a shelter," and they're like, well, "Whatever, mate." Yeah, uh, fuck it, yeah, take it. When it's all went out, it like blew over and finished, they traced the, the the packaging and the the ropes used, like the plastic shit used in the, in the murders, back to that company, and they were like, "Fucking hell, man, he's doing it all along." So, with loads of children following him around, Coral started to host parties. At his house. For little children. In, yeah, young boys. But they weren't normal parties. They were like paint and glue sniffing parties combined with a one-man pedo orgy. This <laughs> is how fucking bad it got. And by 1970, David Brooks was treating Coral's apartment like a second home. His parents were obviously split up and he'd leave his mum's house and so I'm going to go and see Dad and then just go straight to Dean's and mm. then just fucking sniff paint or some shit. And uh, there's one time that was notable at the beginning before... Brooks properly got embedded in all this and uh, he let himself into into Dean Carl's apartment as he would normally do, but found him, found Coral totally naked with two young boys. We're like, this, so he's been a paedophile, tied to a homemade rack, this wooden rack, naked, screaming, all wide-eyed, you know what I mean? Like, fucking ah! Yeah, help they us. were gagged and stuff. It was not good. He was whipping them and He didn't give us enough sweets for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Coral was embarrassed when Brooks came in. I guess he thought that they were in a relationship potentially and that this was cheating mm-hmm. or that he f- fucking busted. So Coral released these two terrified young lads and it seems that he was more worried about Brooks, who saw everything, like telling the police. So he gave him $200 and said, listen, mate, if you keep your mouth shut, I'll buy you a Corvette. And Brooks was like, go on then. And he did. Okay. So he fucking gave him 200 notes, which is one and a half thousand dollars. And the car. Yeah. And um, there is speculation them two young lads were murdered. But right, we, okay. we don't we don't no know. No one knows what's going on well, there. Well yeah, because I was like if you surely that's quite like a 
You think they'd go... Um, a risky thing to yeah, do, yeah, yeah, just to let these kids, them. scared kids he, go. Because surely they're just going to go straight to their yeah, homes re- and tell their parents. He released them onto the knife a few times. Yeah. That's what he done. Yeah, yeah. Released them to the back of his car and then yeah, the yeah. woods. Yeah. Where he buried them. In a concrete well, block underwater. Did they just go missing then? Do you know? Um, I could. I should have probably put a little bit more effort into researching <laughs> that there. But yeah. I was like, I think, I think they, I think he killed them. It's pretty fucking obvious that they're not going to yeah. walk away. Okay. But Brooks is involved now because so he's, he's taking bribes effectively. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, yeah. He's fuck like, up. he's an accomplice. He's a car he? and he's some cash. Yeah. And Coral knows this, and he's like, he'll do I anything. Got, I got, I got you around my I little bought, finger. I yeah. bought you. I, I can do it. He'll do anything I tell him to, and he did. Uh, so Coral's first known murders occurred in mid 1970. We know this because David Brooks told the police. And how did Brooks know? Well, he, as we said, would fucking do anything. Mm-hmm. And Coral was paying him two hundred dollars per boy that he'd bring back to his to his apartment that he'd fuck to death. So he's getting like two hundred dollars per victim. He's got free sweets. He's getting. He's got a Corvette. Now, fuck, you know what I mean? This is winner, winner, chicken dinner. How old is yeah. he by this time? He's what, Brooks? Yeah. Uh, Brooks is only like tw- f- uh, 14, I think. It's like, fucking how has he got a Corvette? He's fucking 14. No, oh, doesn't matter, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just fucking it. Yeah. Sake. So most of the 28 victims were all tricked into Coral's car when they like um, needed a lift somewhere. They'd be taken back to Coral's house where actually some of them were actually good friends with Brooks. Like, you know, he'd invite them back to, yeah, yeah, to a party yeah. at my mate's house. Fucking then just jack them. Don't, don't don't piss off Brooks because you're going the Corvette. Yes, and then you disappear forever. They were all plied with drugs, paint, and glue until they passed the fuck out. Then Cole would like gag them, take their mouth shut, tie them up, and then just fuck the life out of them for days, and then kill them. And he used to make victims phone home or like write letters to like their mums or something, saying, "I'm fine. Don't come looking for me. I've run away to, you know, bomb fuck nowhere." Just because he knew he was going to keep him that long. To bumfuck nowhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Brooks was down with this. He was he was in this. Because he was getting money, cash, money, cash, no hose. What? Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. But it gets dark now. So should we take a break and then... I think so. Let's do do it. it. hope that I can speak properly through this. Yeah. I do apologise. I've only had two beers. And and have you finished both of them? Yes, I oh. got rid of the second one then. It's only two. Jesus. Two beers. Two beers. It's terrible. You're having a bad day. It happens. It's because I haven't eaten and it's, it's seven o'clock at night. Yeah, that probably would do Just it. Just blame that instead. Yeah. So most of the bodies that we're going to talk about were found wrapped in plastic from the uh, the electrical company they worked for. Nice. And they had lime poured all over them to speed up decomposition. Oh, yeah, we was, thought, was thinking about it. Then. Yeah, man, he's yeah, not yeah. fucking about it. He knows what he's doing. And they were buried in, in usually one of four locations that we're aware of. Uh, there was a, a rented boat shed <laughs> by a lake, which is creepy. Nice. There was a beach in Galveston County in Texas. Galveston, um, oh Galveston. all the places you could bury your body in Texas, like a boathouse. Well, or a beach. Oh. Or a Whoa. beach. That noise was. <laughs> or a beach, though. People go there to fucking, like, yeah, like this dig. I feel like there's lots of, like, outback kind of open space. Outback? Could, not outback, but yeah, open space. Idea. Couldn't you have just fucked them in the sea? I don't mean, like, literally fucked them in Probably the sea. Probably did, mate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, literally. He could have as well, I suppose. So there was uh, some woodland near it, like a, a place called uh, the Sam Rayburn Reservoir, and then there was another log cabin somewhere else in Jefferson County. Like it's just four locations he's just 
burying those people, are his places. spreading them around. And his first known victim was 18-year-old Jeffrey Conan. And he vanished hitchhiking. Uh, again, fucking hitchhiking. Every fucking time. Yeah, classic between the 70s and the early 80s. Yeah, it? that was the... That was the fucking glory days. Yeah, yeah. You were a serial Glor- killer. Yeah, you were fucking in there. make hay where the sun shines. Just drive down a highway. And ba- basically, the mayor's office just put a sign up saying, I'm ready to be killed. Can yeah. you take me to my death po- point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do whatever you need to do to me. I want to die. Instead of, instead of just going out with the thumb out. It's a good band, though. The one of those. Anyway, yeah, he vanished on the 25th of September, 1917. A coral picked him up. Brooks wasn't headhunting at all at this point. Um, headhunting. Well, that's what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know, yeah. But Because Brooks wasn't there, we don't know exactly what went down, but forensics figured out that he was uh, manually strangled to death with his arms and legs bound together. So they figured this out because they could fucking see. Um, This suggested that he'd probably been violated whilst being restrained, which is horrific. And he had a a cloth gag still in his mouth when they dug his corpse up. They think he was probably drugged, passed out, uh, tied to a torture rack and then raped for a few days. Uh, And like I said, they found him wrapped in plastic sheeting, buried on the beach, underneath a boulder. So <laughs> well, like a big boulder or a small one. Well, I'm guessing it was a big one. But you surely you'd have to dig from underneath the boulder Strange. and then yeah, roll it onto him. And then, like, I mean, yeah, well, like it depends how big it is. If it's a massive boulder, you'd have to dig out. You could let the ocean it just walk. Like, if you made a, like a little crate in front also, of the boulder, yeah, and that's then dumb. Like, the sea still is just gonna like. Well, that's what yeah. you think. That's probably. I think he liked driving past that fucking place. If you could drive past, remembering it, the body was there, seeing the boulder and going, look at them kids sitting on that boulder playing. There's a fucking dead kid underneath it. And you had no idea, bastard. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's just a lot of effort. It's mm-hmm. a hell of a lot of it. Everything well, about burying this is a body is effort anyway. Not anywhere if you've got you a mate to do it. But under a boulder, you're doing it. under a boulder wrapped in plastic, you can't say it's natural causes. Well, no, just well um, if you're buried under a body, uh, buried anywhere, you're not going to die. Oh, I dug myself a hole and then died of natural causes and then just so happened it. to like fill you itself could, in. You can move a big boulder without, on the beach without having to actually physically move it. If you just leave it, a depression in front of it and then when the water comes in, it'll just fucking roll into it. That's what I'd do if I was burying a person on the beach. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like um, yeah, it sounds like a lot of effort though. It does all this sounds like fucking effort? But yeah. So instead of going through every single case uh, and what he did to each individual, which is going to be hard because there's 28 at least, I'll give you the lowdown on how they operated. Um, but you got to remember they did this shit to to everyone. All headhunted for you know t- two hundred. $200 goes a long way, apparently, back in the 1970s. Yeah, yeah. So Coral had a torture board, and it was a, a piece of ply board, which was eight feet long and two feet wide, with holes drawn in each corner. Hands were cuffed to the tops, and obviously your feet via your ankles were tied by nylon rope, which he got from the, the got company from he worked yeah, from, yeah, yeah, to yeah. the bottom. The electrical company, And yeah. he used that board in most of his murders. Apparently, the more he liked his victim, you know, like, this one's a, this one's a screamer, the longer he'd keep you alive, because he... Like you. He just fucking is a sadist. Mm. He he, uh, gets pleasure from your pain. Uh, And Brooks actually commented, he said, once they were on the torture board, they were as good as dead. It was all over, but the shouting and crying. Fuck. Jesus Christ. These are kids, these are little boys. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, young boys. 18's not a little boy. He's a, that's a fucking little boy in my eyes. 18-year-old lad is a little... Is yeah, a, it's is a lad, a, it's a boy. It's, it's not, a it's man, not a but child. it's not a fucking man, man. You're the fuck all. It's not a child, though, is it? 
A child's like you probably a, haven't even had a thousand like wanks at eighteen. Do you reckon you ever told Brooks off? Mate, Brooks, you brought the wrong fucking board. You brought <laughs> my actual work board. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yeah. my murder not board. My bo- yeah, <laughs> just a bit of ply. Can get a new. Doesn't matter. The uh, point th- is, that's, that's my murder that's board, and this I is want. my work one. <laughs> <laughs> so when the boys were tied up, he'd use a eighteen-inch double-ended dildo on As them. As you do, uh, and forensics describe a large bullet-like implement that was obviously inserted up rectums. I don't know what it was. Metal pipe or some shit. Fuck knows. Something horrific like that. And he, like you said before, when you uh, you guessed it, you said pulled pubic hairs out oh, right, okay. individually. You just do that until they were Ooh. all fucking gone. Oh, um, every single one. That's got to. He'd fuck it. He'd get you. He'd grab your. He'd grab your helmet and then he'd, f- he'd insert glass rods down down your dick hole and then snap them off or smash them to splinters oh. so they're down your shaft you've got a load of I know and then he'd probably <laughs> give you a fucking hand job probably give you a fucking hand as well afterwards I don't think I'd get hard for that mate so <laughs> yeah, well <laughs> maybe that's why they put a glass rod down there to make him stand to attention oh. and when the police searched his torture room they found just bla- like broken glass rods everywhere like fucking crack needles and heroin like like a, a den of doom yeah. like, what's all these need like these fucking glass rods I've been down penises, mate. Um, one of his victims had his genit- genitals literally bitten off whilst he was tied to the board. It's just this, it's the restraint that um, really, like, like it makes my stomach hurt because I'm like, you, there's nothing you can, you know, it's going to happen, and there's n- you can't even attempt to defend yourself. Like, if someone's doing something to you and you, you can defend yourself, there's an element of 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 your independence still because you're fighting. You can try, you know, mm. but to have that completely taken away and then someone do something to you at their leisure must be unfucking yeah. believable. Yeah. But keeping you alive as well, just for as long as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y- you can't really. Whilst you're screaming for your mum. Oh God. Yeah, especially if you're a young child. Not. You don't know what's going know. on. You've been plied. You've been fucking huffing glue, and you, you know, yeah, yeah. you just fucking woke up and this geezer's shoving glass down your dick eye snapping it and you're like what the fuck is happening rough eyes my forensics figured out that um, that Coral bit down on this lad because he's one who had his cock bitten off on on his dick and ball and pulled them off in one go so he just chomped the fucking and they found that lad's cock and ball and one bollock in a in a airtight like plastic bag buried next to his body so he's just like a sandwich bag just, just threw it, kept it for him. It's got to be. Yeah, I can't fuck? imagine it's like a fully grown man's demand. It's a lot to ta- to bite off. Otherwise. Thanks, Hannah. Makes me sound really good. That <laughs> <laughs> hear that, ladies? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He also kept children. Like, hear that? Loads. Just <laughs> say that again. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go back he, to that in a second. He, he kept children alive for so long that depriving them of food and 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 water actually became like a fun torture technique. So like we're talking. We're talking days here. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like a day where you're like, oh, I'm a little so bit thirsty. Four or five days at least by the sound of it. And, th- and th- that's why he used to get what's his victims. Like, what's that? Is it like that? Are the, p- that p- are the person I wasn't on the pod when you did it, but that one that stuck s- some things up his own oh, needles in his own... Albert Fish. Yeah, Mr. Fish. Yeah. There was a song, wasn't there? Instead yeah. of doing it to himself, he's doing it to his victims. Well, he put r- he put needles in he's in his in his gooch basically oh. between his bollocks <laughs> and his asshole, <laughs> Albert. And <laughs> you got to remember, like Albert Fish. This is this is how next level. I'm like, I'm not even a bloke, and I'm like, this is how next level <laughs> Albert Fish was. Right, he would deli- he like he put needles in his gooch, yeah, to inflict maximum maximum amount of pain on when himself. When he sits down, or when he's just walking around, because they left them th- when he did his trial, when he went put him on trial, they X-rayed him in some old time, and they were still in there, oh. rusty. So <laughs> when he's raping these kids, he was cooking kids and had recipes and how to cook children, little girls and stuff. So whilst he's doing that, 
stuff. He's got a fucking ass full of rusty needles nice. at the same time. Lock your children in your house and, and never, never let them out. Let them out. I just need the one who short short circuited the um the um electric chair. Yeah, because of because of the needles in his ass. That's what they say. Yeah, oh apparently. Shit, really? Yeah, that's what they say. Blew the chair up and he's like, "I oh, fucking yeah." <laughs> Thanks. Good job I stuck these needles up my ass, pardon. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. He didn't get them all out. But he was eating shit out of his mate's ass at 14 years of age. I mean, yeah. he was a powerful serial killer. I'm the scat man. <laughs> Proper scat I'm man. I'm the scat boy. At that the scat point. boy, yeah. Soon to be the man. <laughs> Soon to be the scat man. So that's why he was he was um, getting like victims. noises coming at me. I don't even know why. Because it's horrific. That's what. Because he's like essentially almost not not starving them to death, but restricting food for that long and drink. That's why he was getting them to call home and, and write letters because he was keeping them for that long. And he knew that people would be looking for them in the neighbourhood. But if I can get him to like put a postcard to the mum, yeah, yeah, I can fucking keep him there. It's nuts, isn't it? He kept children locked in boxes in order to free up his torture rack, and he used the boxes to transport remains from like um, from the to the burial sites. And he, he it just also doesn't sound real, does it? No, it's torture rack. Sounds like a factory. Torturing kids. He was moving between us. Like Sorry, you can't go on the torture rack yet because I've, we've just got to dispose of the last um, the last item. It's crazy. On it's, it's crazy, mate. It's crazy. Yeah. So he's, he he was also moving houses, at, like apartments, whatever. Uh, so he was using the boxes to transport people from A to B. Right. Um, and uh, all all of his victims were either strangled slowly, died through. I, I'm guessing either shock and pain or shot with um, just shot in the fucking head with a twenty two. And and he, and he didn't care about finishing you quickly. Far from it. He would leave you to bleed for hours, days. Uh, one victim was acc- accidentally shot and had his jaw blown off. And instead of like just going, I can just kill it quickly. Like, imagine your jaws come off. Yeah. They just threw him in the fucking torture room and left him to die. Like over, I don't think, it, I think he lasted overnight with no fucking jaw. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. And he pl- like blasts loud music at you whilst he's doing it. It's like something from Guantanamo Bay, man. Yeah. So on um, the 13th of December, 1970, Brooks lured two Two 14-year-old lads, uh, called um, one was called James Glass, the other was called Danny Yates, away from a religious gathering. This was in Houston. Uh, and Brooks actually knew James Glass. He was like, uh, hi, buddy, want to come back to my mate's house? Um, we can have a party, drink Play a couple of beers, I mean, I mean. smoke a bit of weed, kill you. Uh, it's exciting stuff for like two 14-year-old lads that just left a, a fucking religious ceremony, I would, I would imagine. Mm. Um Brooks was like, that's $400 right there. Easy peasy, this is. That's $2,600, essentially, to a fucking 14-year-old, 15-year-old lad. So off they went. They went back to his house. Coral supplied the booze, the paint and the glue. Uh, the lads were drugged. I'll say that, I'm not going to say that they were had like a Mickey slipped in their drink or something, but they fucking, they were drugged because they're 14 and there's a man yeah, giving yeah. them Fucking the blues. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then he attacked both of them, tied them to the torture rack at the same time, completely naked. And Brooks is hel- helping out. So it's like their fucking mate is mm. doing this to them. It's fucking totally fucked. Both were raped, tortured, mutilated, then killed, which is horrific when you think about it because one of them had to watch the other die. Yeah, yeah. And then know it was going to happen to him. You'd be like, this isn't happening. This isn't happening. But I think at that point. Well, you could hear that point. Like you death say, would, be so wel- would be welcomed. Yeah, you so. Y- you know, like you say, so helpless at that point. Like, what you can't do fuck all about it, That's other what, than yeah. be taught. Like, I'd rather. What would you rather? Just death or. Tor- like days of torture. I get the impression a lot of them were begging for way. death, and he was like, "Oh, yeah. that's what you want." Yeah. Well, well, you, either yeah. way, you want death. Well, either way, you're gonna die. 
whether it's at the beginning or the end of three days of torture, are you going to pick the beginning? Surely? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that situation? Oh, yeah. Surely you, you just, just feel like, yeah, fuck off. Yeah, fuck, yeah. I just want to just do me in. Yeah, yeah. Both these lads were buried at the uh, at the boat shed and when police dug them up, they found electrical cable with a crocodile clip next to one of the one of the body. I think it was James's body, which seems they may have been using electrocution just for the nice. fucking crack of it. Why not? And the fact that Coral went so hell for leather the first time that Brooks was there indicates to me that he'd probably done this yeah, many he's times. He's done it a few times before, definitely. He must have. There's no way you just start off like that. Nah, nah, that's... You've hit the ground running at that yeah. point. Um, he, he was active. I think he was definitely active. And because he's not around to tell us, we can't go deep into, yeah, yeah. into to how active he was. Yeah, yeah. Um, they kidnapped another three, kidnapped and killed another three people in 1970 that we know of. Mm-hmm. Six weeks later, so we're going into uh, 1971 in January, Donald Waldrop and his, uh, he was 15, and his um, his brother Jerry, he was 13. So it's fucking two brothers, man. They were taken whilst walking home after visiting a mate. I think they were like planning to start a bowling league or something. It's just two lads having a bit of fun. Obviously, Simultaneous torture racking awaited them. Yeah, yeah. Glass rods smashed down your dick hole. Horrific, violent mutilation. Psychological torment. Phoning home and then, you know, killed and then buried in the boat shed. 9th of March, Randall Harvey, 15, vanished on the way home. Buried at the boat shed. Um, I think he was only ID'd in 2008. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people yeah. missing that, that whenever... No one, no one quite Do you think it's more than what they... Th- fucking 100%, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. May the 29th, David Hill, Hillgeist, I believe it's pronounced, uh, 13, snatched. People saw him getting into Coral's murder van. Same day, the 29th of May, uh, Gregory uh, Winkle, um, 16, vanished, vanished on his way home from swimming. Now, we assume Coral picked him up with ease because Gregory Shaka worked at the Coral Candy Company. Dean, yeah, fa- yeah, yeah. Dean fancied him and was like, I wonder what you sound sound like handcuffed to a wooden torture rack with an 18-inch dildo up your ass and a snapped glass rod down your dick hole. Oh, Let's find out. Yeah. And people are just operating like that. August the 17th, Reuben Watson, 17, rang his mum after coming home from the movie, said he was going to go and chill with his mate, David Brooks, never seen oh, again. Fucking hell. He was David Brooks is like... Oh, he's the yeah. I'm not even into the proper bits here. Mm. This is what I meant. I, sh- I probably should have gone two parts, but fuck it. Uh, he was found uh, naked, bound and gagged, buried in a mass grave at the boat. Because the boat shed essentially is, I can't remember the dimensions of it. It's a shed that you put a fucking boat in and the entire floor was filled with bodies because right, they did yeah. like a, a drawing of where, how people were and what direction. They were all curled they just up. Like, they didn't, they they didn't just bury them. Cr- they just no, no, they did, but they just crammed them all in. So it's a, it's a room, X amount of dimensions that you yeah. put a boat in, filled with bodies. corpses. That's what it essentially is. Um, terrific. August um, um, 1971, uh, Brooks lured two lads again back to Coral's house where they were uh, held alive for four days. Four days. After what we've just gone through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, their IDs are still held secret. They haven't said who they were. I'm right. guessing some... The parents or, well, the family don't shit. want... Yeah. Well... It's fucking shocking. So in in, um, 1971, Coral and Brooks murdered six more boys that we were aware of. um, And all this is going down via his weird-ass glue and paint-huffing parties. Yeah, he's got a technique, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is where... It seems like he sticks to a theme. Yeah, yeah. Glue glue party. They all do, usually. Glass shaft and... uh, yeah, bit of uh, the old uh, yeah, yeah, murder yeah, yeah. rack. You get the old one. <laughs> murder board. Yeah. Murder board. 
You get the odd one which changes, don't you? But I mean, like you know, can randomly go through things. But most of the time, it's a bit of strangling, a bit of you know, strangle you know, Yeah, yeah. It's, they've got they've got a technique. Yeah, and they do it all the time. So this is where it's going to get even more fucked up now. This is sometime in the winter of '71. Couldn't find out when it was. Doesn't really fucking matter. Uh, a 15 year old lad called Elmer Henley was introduced to Dean Coral by his mate David Brooks. Right. Okay. Two squids. Yeah. Brooks told Henley that he wanted to introduce him to a man that could make him a load of cash via a deal. And obviously, Brooks wasn't lying because he, he was making a shitload of cash. It was yeah, a shady yeah. deal. And El- Elmer was from, like, again, shocker, broken home, mm-hmm. b- abusive relationships with parents, poor, very impressionable, as you'd expect. Uh, he was also like a, a petty thief. He was breaking into people's houses. He's just like a small-time baddie, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. a, just a lad. Initially, Elmer Henley was, it seems like he was going to be a victim of Coral, um, but um, Coral thought he might be useful. So, so tried to like get another helper. Recru- recruited Kept him instead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he told him, he says, this is where it gets interesting. He said, this is what Coral said. He said, I'm part of an organisation that supplies children to a sex trafficking ring operating in Dallas. So it's Epstein sort of style here. Yeah, yeah. And there are rumours of Coral supplying children Two sex rings which involved powerful people and the money he's paying out for them. Remember I said two hundred dollars mm-hmm. doesn't sound like it's anything, but when you go that back that's one thousand three hundred money, every child, yeah. It's gotta come from somewhere. It's twenty eight victims. Where's, getting, like, where's yeah. he fucking getting he's, all his yeah. money from? To say he's, he's not selling that many sweets. Yeah, there ain't there ain't that many sweets to the be s- sold. The sweet company's gone. Yeah, yeah. He's working yeah. at the fucking power so, company so now. He, so oh, he's okay. Yeah, well so the power he, company yeah. ain't paying him that much. It's just a normal job. The paedophile ring were paying him more, probably. Who knows? But in March 1975, so this is like five, five, uh, four or five years after, so I'm just jumping forward a little bit here, there was an investigation and the Houston police came across a uh, cache of child pornography pictures and films. And in that, they found images depicting 11 of Coral's victims and another five random children that they don't know anything about. This led to the arrest of five people in Santa Clara, California, I believe it is. So how did these random people, a few years after all this went down, have images of Dean Coral's murder victims? Was he mm. filming this shit and like selling it to order, like stuff, snuff movie style? Was he actually kidnapping and selling children? And the ones that we're hearing about and talking about are the ones that he just kept for him fucking self? Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, it, yeah. I'm having this one myself, yeah. Nuts in it. That is nuts. Well, it seems like it, you know they they were capturing them pretty fucking easy. So we just just why why not sell a few of them off to a sex ring? Because he clearly doesn't ca- give a shit oh about no, 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 yeah. the well being of the people that he's ca- getting on. You know, capturing. No, he doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit because he's torturing them. And fucking psychopathic. So pedophile. if he can make some money by selling a few of them to a sex ring, then why not? The, so so that aspect, if you really want to like di- go like deep into that then go for your fucking life. But you can see how if I went, okay, let's talk about the fucking yeah, sex yeah. trafficking we'd be ring. For, we'd yeah. be here for four hours, yeah. Exactly. So maybe we can go over that at a later date. We, but could, we could make a part two if we wanted to at some point. Someone yeah, fucking yeah. find out on and put it on RFE, Top Secret Classified, because <laughs> yeah. it saves me a lot of work. Yeah. So, so Alma <laughs> Henley is also being paid $200 here to bring children. And he told the police after his arrest that he wasn't interested for months, uh, but it was in early 1972 and he was penniless and he was like, fucking, stro- I'm completely desperate. Uh, yeah, desperate. So you, pick, you pick the right person, don't you? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd pick, pick someone that looks like they're on the down and out. 
and it's fuck man because Henley was uh, was actually mates with some of of the victims, some of the lads that went missing. He actually went round the neighbourhood putting flyers up, like on lampposts, going saying, missing fucking yeah. lad. Have you seen him? Like, and he didn't realise, and now he's in part. And now he's part of this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's fucked. And um, it said that he tried to when he first started to see what Coral was doing. He tried to persuade him not to to, to like rape and hurt his victims, um, but that didn't last long. Because this is this is fucked, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump through a few more quickly now. I'm just trying to build a picture of how this is going. But on February the 9th, um, William Blanchard, uh, no, William Branch, sorry, 17. He vanished after. Um, a meeting Henley and Brooks. Uh, he's, that's the fellow who had his, his genitals bitten off whilst tied to the rack. And th- th- there's some interesting uh, evaluations about Coral here that said that he had a cyst on one of his bollocks, you see, and they reckon that he might have been just lashing out in rage because he'd got this lump on his on his ball and he thought he just somehow was exercising his anguish or rage about having it on someone else. That's why right. he only bit one bollock off. Okay. Fucked, man. And he was obviously buried in plastic sheeting. <laughs> Rob's face. Filled with fucking lime. Uh, see, like, police are getting shitloads of reports yeah. about missing children. See, this is where it goes deeper. But they just claim that they were like runaways and like drifters and whatever. Like well, they yeah. always do in these yeah. 1970s yeah. Yeah. fucking serial so many, killer cases. So many kids go missing every fucking day. Yeah. Like, you how do you know the difference between one that's a runaway and one that's just... In a bag. In, in a, a bag, in, in, a, a in a boat shed or under a boulder on a speech. So this, after the discovery of the images of, of some of Coral's victims uh, in somebody else's possession, years after this went past, it's led to a few people speculating that maybe the police were actually involved because how could they be constantly getting reports of missing kids? Yeah, like, the pedophile ring. And yeah then like r- the oversight is ridiculous. And they killed two, two lads from the same family in separate incidents. It's like he's trying to inflict... Like As much... Psychological and pain as well. March the 24th, Frank uh, Aguirre, I believe, 18, strangled to death, buried at um, a beach this time. April the 20th, Mark Scott, who was 17, Henley said he was uh, raped and strangled to death and buried on the beach, and his remains have never been found. And he was actually really good mates with uh, with Henley and Brooks. You know, he was like fucking trusted pals. Um, They said that he fought for his life and when he realised that shit was going south, he fucking grabbed the knife and tried to stab them. Uh, But Brooks said that he just gave up when Henley pulled a gun out and just went fucking calm down. So he was like, oh shit, that's Mm. me done. He should have gone for him because he would have shot him and probably killed him rather than going through. I suppose at that point, if you're fighting back though, you don't want to die. You're fighting back. Well, there was a chance you can get away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whereas, mm. obviously, when there's a gun at your head, there ain't much you can do. We're just going to pull the trigger. You oh have well to submit. Yeah. It's better than being... They ain't going to let you go. It's better than a glass tube down your dick, though, isn't it? Being <sighs> smashed to pieces. I suppose. If that's what they did. If they d- if they did shoot him, you might have just fucking gone... We're going to yeah, tie yeah. it to the rack, well, then let you go, and then put a dick down and we're going to lie to you, and then just yeah. fucking torch you to death, yeah. chop you up and stick pins in your dick or whatever. Uh, but Brooks told police after after all this, after his arrest that um, Elmer Henley was was becoming, because initially he said that he, he, he didn't want them to, he said, like, Carl, don't hurt them. But he was becoming increasingly sadistic and he seemed to sort of relish Enjoy enjoying it. watching what Coral was doing. Um, and Henley developed, I say, it's like, they call it like a handcuff trick where he'd uh, managed to blag his victims into ha- to be, to essentially being handcuffed. But it wasn't really like a trick. He'd put his hand behind his back and go, oh, look, I'm handcuffed, and then get the key out of his pocket, undo it, and then go, look at me, I'm Houdini, you try it. And then they'd go, clink, clink. And they'd go, done. Oh, right. And yeah. then Cole would come in, grab him, take him upstairs, torture room, rack, mm-hmm. days of hell. 
Um, May the 21st, Johnny DeLong, um, who was 16, and Billy Blausch, who was 17, were lured to Coral's house, handcuffed and tied to his bed, where they were obviously subjected to unspeakable acts. Um, And it's fucked, man, this is, because... Henley was strangling Blouch, if I'm pronouncing his name right, and and he and he actually shouted, "Hey Johnny!" Like, so he's he's fucking Johnny's Delom is is tied to the fucking, so he's strangling the one, going, "Yeah, look at this, look at this, I'm fucking, you're fucked. There's nothing you can do. Mm. You can't escape." And then he shot him in the head, but the bullet went went in, I guess, his temple and came out of his ear and didn't kill him. And this this lad um, uh, Johnny Delom was was apparently. Begging and pleading with him, he's like, "Look, please don't do this. Just let me go." And he was like, "Nah," well, and no. then strangled yeah. you to death. You're not gonna get let go in that scenario. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's never it's gonna, gonna happen. happen. No, they're yeah. not just gonna be like, oh, "All right, actually, all the other twenty fucking odd people I've killed." Oh, but no, you're. I'm gonna let you go. Yeah, I think at that point you just go, "Oh fuck," I'm and you fu- go, you're "Mate, fucked. mate, stop being a cunt," because you know you're gonna get it anyway, no matter what you say. I can't imagine what it's like. Well, no, you can't. Not until you're in that scenario. It's impossible to know how you how you react. Well, listen to this one. This one's totally fucked. Uh, October the third. This is uh, Richard Hembray, thirteen, and Wally J, fourteen. They were last seen walking to Hamilton Junior School, and they were getting. They obviously people saw them getting into a white van. Mm. <laughs> you're fucked. Um, they were tied up, gagged, obviously glass rods inserted and smashed, violently raped and beaten. Wally J, now this is fuck. It makes my stomach hurt, man. He tried somehow. He tried. He, he got Coral's phone and called his mom, mm-hmm. and she answered, but only heard she heard him scream "Mama" down the phone before the line went dead. Oh, no. So she heard she fu- and I think that was Coral probably saying, "Look, call your mom and tell her that you you've run away." And like when he grabbed it, he went "Mom, mom," and she went "Fucking need to put the phone down." Yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. savage, man. Uh, Richard uh, Ambray was uh, was taken at the same time obviously and he had, he had his jaw shot off by Henley Henley shot his jaw off and he was left to to, uh, to bleed out both um, lived through the night apparently Wally J was strangled in so the morning Henley was getting right into it yeah as well, he's fucking losing yeah, his yeah. mind mm. losing his mind well I think you get swept up surely to, you know because oh. it just seems like this guy he's easily turning these other people into you know, like sadistic he killers he obviously can spot um, Sm- someone yeah, who, something who, who's yeah, got it in him because yeah, it's yeah. like he's, he's, just, he's just like that but then these other people these other guys aren't necess- wouldn't have necessarily done that unless they gotten caught what, up with what, this what happens if it's in everyone what happens if like for instance yeah. you got caught into a, like some sort of crazy ring where you had to do that would you yeah. suddenly at some point just fucking go whatever let's get yeah, stuck in you, this yeah, is fun yeah, this, yeah, yeah like start enjoying it maybe. and actually like Getting some it's fucked in it, man. Because yeah. that's two random lads, as far as Coral's concerned. Yeah, yeah. That, that are now participating in killing which kids, would, which would never have done that otherwise. That's what you got to remember. Like he was going to do it regardless. Yeah. But he's n- now got these other two. He's part of a ring. Kids mm. who have who ha- he's he's basically turned yeah. into sadistic serial killers. serial killers, rapists, murderers. Yep. Of paedophiles. Yeah, madness. Well, they weren't not paedophiles not because they weren't paedophiles. They turned turned them into. Well, they paedophiles. weren't pedos because they weren't fucking old enough to be. This so is the they fuck were just thing. Murderers. They're just child child murderers. 
Yeah, just, just crazy children themselves. Yeah. So, so it was at least nine victims in 1972. So Coral's on the fucking rampage now. He's, yeah, yeah. he's murdering completely unchallenged. And he's got two lads helping him out. He's got fucking, you know, they're getting money, booze, they're getting weed, they get it's fucking it's, sex it's parties. It's upgraded from the sweets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's properly yeah, updated. Yeah. So I'm going to jump through 73 real quickly now. Uh, June the 4th, he had a, a lad called Billy Lawrence, 15. He was mates with Henley. He asked his dad if he could go fishing with some friends. Kept alive by Coral for days and he was buried at um, Lake Sam Rayburn Reservoir. Um, two weeks later, 15th of June, uh, Ray Blackburn, 20, was murdered. Last seen on his way to meet his newborn fucking child, man. That's quite an old lad, that, 20 years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that, that's what I mean. It's not, he's not a kid. That's yeah. like a man. It's just, it's, it's, it's not about man. that. I think it's not about the age. It's, it's, overpowering him is probably preferable because you don't want to get into a scuffle mm. and if they're young, you can just fucking grab them. Mm. But it's, I think it's the pain and the sadistic side of him. Seeing someone else's agony and torment and horror yeah, is yeah. what gets him off. So he doesn't yeah. necessarily care that you're a kid, but he's a fucking paedophile anyway. Yeah. Um, Coral Brooks and Henley killed five people in July 1973. Five. They the last five victims were killed in three weeks. So they're on so a rampage. Like, oh, yeah, proper, yeah, proper, yeah, proper going for picking it. Picking it up, yeah. Uh, the last victim uh, was killed on the 3rd of August, 73, and that was James uh, Dramala, and he was 13, and he went the same way as, his, as you know all the others, told his mate, his, his mum that he was going to a party with some friends, never came back. But everything comes to a fucking end, and that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and it came from a surprise, I didn't think it would... When I was researching, I didn't expect it to be like this. But on August the 7th, 1973, Henley was out on the prowl and he invited his mate, his fucking mate, right? So he knows what's going to happen to this lad, this lad yeah, called yeah. Tim Curley. He must have pissed him off. He, yeah, he must have been a dick or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Invited him over to Coral's house for a party. He was like, um, he was supposed to be the next victim. His fucking friend, man. Mm. So, so Henley, Tim Curley... Spells it's K E R L E Y. It's curly. I think I pronounced that right. Whatever. Uh, and Dean Cole, they're they're sitting at Cole's apartment, huffing glue and paint, drinking, smoking weed. Cole's getting a bit freaky. He's fucking having a wank in the corner or something, dressed mm. as a gimp. Uh, they get the munchies <laughs> because um, is he all right over there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is he polishing glass tubes? <laughs> yeah, and looking at my crotch. <laughs> they get the munchies. So Henley and and Curly head out to get some snacks, and on the way they stop at Elmer Henley's apartment. He has to get some shit or something like that, uh, grabbing some beers or whatever. And on the way out, Elmer Henley bumps into his mate, a fifteen-year-old girl called Rhonda Louise. Williams, and she was standing on the pavement crying because her dad was an alcoholic and he was a violent cunt basically, and he was just beating her. So she was trying to wait it out on the pavement, I guess. Just Mm. it's like three o'clock in the morning or something at this Mm -hmm. point. So Henley sees her and he's like, "Look, do you want to come to my mate Dean's house? Don't worry, we can chill out, have a party." She agreed because she's got nothing else to do, Mm. and so it's fucking middle of the night here at this point. So they arrive at Coral's gaff. Initially, Coral was like. Hi, sure, come in. Here's a joint. Here's a beer. Relax. But he, he speak, wasn't happy. But he sp- no, he spoke yeah. to Henley on the down low, and he was like, "What the fuck are you doing, you helmet? Bringing a girl here, you little prick. You've ruined the night, you little twat." And Henley was like, "No, no, 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 no." We, she was getting battered by her dad. You know, we, we're giving her mm. a safe place. We, we're helping her. And Coral seemed <laughs> to sort of chill at that point. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, right. She can stay." She can stay. He's already formulating a plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think at that yeah, moment he still wants yeah. to do his shit. Yeah, but he's still going to do his shit. But she's going to be there. So it's like a fifteen-year-old girl, and he's like, "Here, child, 
have some paint and some glue to sniff and yeah. a joint and some beer. That's the mm. kind of bloke he is. Basically, get yourself so annihilated you don't know what's going to happen. And you're correct, because they all passed out. Now, the next thing they know is uh, Henley kind of comes to, I'm not sure what time it is, like probably five o'clock in the morning, and Coral's handcuffing and tying him up. He's tying Henley up. Yeah, he's tying Henley up. He's had enough of him then because of that. His legs were already tied together and he had tape across his mouth. Imagine waking up, he'd be like, oh, shit. He he knows because obviously he's seen it and been involved. He's seen the most horrific stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next to him on the floor, also tied up, was Tim Curley. He was stripped naked. And Rhonda Williams, and she was still fully clothed at this point. Mm-hmm. But he's just like, oh, fuck, I'm tied on the floor. Yeah. Coral saw that um, uh, Henley was awake, pulled the gag off his mouth and said to him, you've blown it bringing that girl here. I'm going to kill you all, but first I'm going to have my fun. That's what he told the police, he said. Yeah. Now, he repeatedly then turned around and stamped on Rhonda Williams' chest in front of him, just fucking booting her yeah, and yeah. kicking her. And this poor girl, man. And then after he's finished just just savaging her, grabbed Henley, he's still tied up at this point, mm. and dragged him to the kitchen and shoved a gun in his stomach. And he said, look, you're going to fucking die, mate. There's no way out of this. I'm just going to fucking kill you. Now, Henley reckons he managed to get out of the situation by effectively telling Coral that I want to join in. I want to rape both of them with you. I don't want to kill both of them. And Connor was like, ah, go on then. I'll let you off. And then untied him. Oh, shit. Thinking right. he was going to enjoy. So Williams and, and, and Curly at this point are still tied to this. They're tied to like a, a torture board as as per everybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's this other, board, other kid? He's not present. Oh. David Brooks is not around. He's, he's had a day off. He's just fuck. Yeah, he's had yeah, his yeah, day yeah. off. He's not here. Yeah, it's Sunday. So they, so <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> so they tied both of the, uh, the victims to the torture board and Tim was tied face down and Rhonda was tied on her back and uh, she's obviously fully clothed still and Coral tells Henley to cut off Rhonda's clothes with this fucking giant hunting knife like a big bowie knife type thing uh, which he does and he knows her so she's like what the fuck is going on and then he tells this is what Coral says he tells both victims that Tim is about to be raped and murdered and then it's going to be Rhonda's turn so you better fucking watch what I'm doing He's telling them. This is how much he likes the psychological yeah, yeah, torture. Yeah. So Tim was attacked first. And it's also, you've got to kind of remember that everyone's fucking drunk and high as fuck. Yeah, they don't yeah, really yeah. know what's going on. So as the torture's being carried out, Rhonda, who was also tied up on the same fucking board, like she's fucking yeah, inches yeah, yeah. away from, hor- I mean, as we've just gone through horrific stuff. She said to Henley, who was standing there, she said, is this for, fu- is this for real? Is this for real? Am I really happy? Yeah, yeah. Am I tripping? Face, Am I on a yeah, bad yeah. trip? Yeah, and uh, Henley was like, "Yep." He just said, "Yep, it's real." And she went, "Are you going to do anything about this?" She was just like, <laughs> "Just clarity." Just, "Are you going to do anything?" And he was like, "You know what? I fucking am." Something clicked in his mind, and he was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop yeah. this. I'm gonna fuck it." Um, and he actually said to Coral, do you, "Do you mind if I take Rhonda to a private room?" I think he was trying to, under the guise of, "I'm gonna rape her to death in there," but I can get her out of the fucking room. And Coral was like, no, she needs to know what's going to happen. She needs to see yeah. what I'm going to do. So like Henley knows. He's been through this however many times. He knows that there's no escape unless he, he acts. just fucking stabbed him or something? Or? Well, that's what he does. He pulls a gun out. 
essentially, just because there's fucking guns and weapons yeah, and yeah. shit. Pulls a shooter out and he points at him. He says, you've gone too far, Dean. I can't I can't go on any longer. I can't have you kill all my friends. So he must have gone through a fucking fair well, don't portion. don't bring them there, then you yeah, I know, twat. I know. Yeah, yeah. But Coral's balls deep in, in Tim so Curley at this he's point. Started, he's still yeah, fucking yeah, hanging yeah, out yeah. the back of him. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, so he gets off Tim and he walks over to he's, Henley. He's done the reversal. He was about to be killed a minute ago and then it's yeah, been it's like, turned around. around. Now yeah, he's yeah. balls deep in some bloke. He, and he's, 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 he's like, kind of vulnerable. He's, he's, he's vulnerable, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, he um, because like um, Elmer Henley's got a gun pointing at him. So, yeah. so he gets off Tim and he walks across and he says, go on then, kill me, Elmer, do it. And they're like, He's backing away. Elmer's moving away from him because Coral's like walking towards him going, you ain't going to do shit. Like he, he just he knows. knows. Yeah, yeah. Coral's like, uh, and Henley's like, check this shit and goes boom and just fucking shoots him because yeah. he knows he's going to die if he doesn't. He yeah. shoots him in the fucking head. Yeah. <gasps> Blasts him in the head, yeah. And uh, it didn't kill him. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was a twenty-two, which is a small oh, caliber like weapon. That you shot fucking me. gun, that, that one, that really shit serial killer shot everyone and then none of them died. What's really creepy, though, is he kept walking towards Henley like the fucking Terminator. What? what Did even after it, being shot? After in being the head. Shot, fucking in the shot head. him in the head. Yeah, I don't think it penetrated his skull. It just... Bounced up. Was he give him a right pisser. <laughs> give him a right pisser. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he shot him two more times. Shot him in the shoulder. So Coral's hurt now. These have gone in. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he yeah, knows yeah. Henley's serious. And he's yeah, obviously yeah. going, well, I've got two kids tied up. Yeah, and yeah. you're shooting me. And we've done this stuff. Yeah. I need to fucking get the fuck out of here. Because this has turned against it's me. Gone yeah, south, yeah. Yeah. So he runs. Um, and as he did... Um, Henley and just he fucking him yeah, yeah, and shoots him three more times in the back, and he falls against the wall and slumps to the floor, dead as fuck. And you can see pictures of him dead. Oh, is he, did he just kill fucking him? cut? Yeah, just killed him. Fuck, just blasted him, man. Yeah. They got no choice. Yeah. Straight on the pictures, mate. Straight on it. So Henley unties immediately. Like Coral's dead on the floor. He unties the the the, um, the other two, Tim and uh, Tim and Rhonda, and they get dressed and they like try and figure out what to do next. They're like, what what do we do? Now Rhonda and Elmer. The, the, the lad who just shot Coral just wanted well, to... they could blame it all on Coral. Well, they wanted to get the fuck away. Like that, this Elmer guy could just be like, yeah, I just, I was just... I Not just really, because he tied them up. Uh, so it's, and he was participating saying, in yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah, but how could they prove that? How because could they the prove two that are alive could say oh, actually he fucking... Say, yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. he was doing... And then he was like, we can't do this. So um, like Tim was like, you can't... You've got to fucking do something. You can't just... You know, pretend this hasn't happened. Did you see what he was doing to my ass? <laughs> so, uh, so, like, Henley calls the police at uh, um, 8.24 on the 8th of August, 1973. And then the horror show starts for the police. Yeah. They immediately arrest Henley and Brooks, who wasn't there, but they fucking go and get him. And then the lads took the feds to the burial sites, and that's where they started digging up the fucking corpses. They began at the boat shed. That's where they the, the Henley and Brooks took them, because... That's, it's just a giant mass grave. Yeah. Uh, and they found initially, just on like visual observations of walking around, loads and loads of bags of boys' clothes, oil barrels, sacks of lime. It's it, like, cops are like, what the fuck's going on? And Henley's like, just dig there, dig there, dig here. Uh, and the ground was moist, I guess, because it was near a lake. Um, and the corpse, well... Oh, I can imagine that yeah. was rank. Well, they turned to Mushman. The yeah, copper like said it was outrageous, the smell. Like, they struggled to cope because it was all yeah, in boat, Texas, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. That must have been yeah, rough. Like, was this, like, was this boat house, like, in the mid, like, because surely you would smell it. Yeah. yeah well, like, um, if like you go nor- near it, like yeah. Normal people. Yeah, is it, like, out in the middle of nowhere? No, uh, Does normal people walk past it in I, any, I'm, in any I'm capacity? I'm guessing there was a distance between and there's no real reason yeah, to go there. I was thinking that earlier. I was like, you must absolutely stink. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. 
But no, well, maybe in the bags, maybe that's why they put them in the bags. It's when they disturb the grave. They said every time they put the fucking shovel in and, t- and digging, there was just <laughs> bones and fucking, pff, yeah, like gas and shit Ooh. coming out. Fucking hell. It's gross, man. Um, and that's when they looked at the evidence on the partially decomposed uh, boys. And uh, many showed um, ch- chewed genitals, uh, rods in their dicks, anal damage, bound and gagged still, rags in mouths. They could tell that some had died screaming mm. by the by the way that their lips were like pursed around their teeth. Like you can't imagine that. Horrendous. Brooks denied it initially, but Henley Henley was um Adamant he was going down with him. Yeah, he's he, well, he got yeah. him involved, yeah, didn't he? Got he? Him involved, Probably, yeah. yeah he, he criminated the fuck out. I mean it didn't take long for the police to get evidence on both of them anyway. Um Henley admitted nine murders straight off the bat. And the, and the feds were like, what the fuck have you lads been... Nine? What's going on? Uh, yeah. They recovered... And he's a- like, I, I've only been in it for about a year. Yeah, like, he was doing fucking it for fucking two years yeah, before yeah, me. Yeah. They recovered fuck. eight corpses from the boat shed on day one, nine on day two, somewhere outside, uh, like, you know, the perimeter, somewhere nearby. Everywhere they dug, they were finding bones. They found torture boards. They found bloody rags. Uh, police recovered 17 bodies from the boat shed. They found four in the uh, woods near Sam Rayburn Lake or mm. the reservoir. They found one on uh, on a beach in Jefferson County and at least six more on High Island Beach that we're aware of because coral's fucking dead. So yeah, all of yeah. this ring that potentially could have been there. You're never going to know because... Never going to fucking know. He, the, the main orchestrator di- died. And he got away with it. He got out easy. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He, got, he did get out he easy. Quick, death, really. quick death. Even quick though the bullet shot. didn't kill him straight away in the head. And he then ba- like bounced off his skull. Still got away later, you yeah. 30 seconds later, yeah. as he tried to, yeah, once he, he realised that he's going to die long. soon if he doesn't run away. Yeah, yeah. Then he's dead. Yeah. He Compared to his victims, life yeah, he of days. He called his bluff and, yeah, yeah. and he fucking followed it through. Mm. When they looked into it, they figured that there was at least 42 missing children that vanished in the area, the Houston area, during the years that Coral, Henley, and and, uh, and were Brooks active. were active, oh. fucking hell! So this could be—we don't know—and they still we reckon that will. there might be b- bodies around the the, the, the shop and mm. shit. But there's bodies everywhere. <laughs> bodies just, everywhere. Bodied everywhere. Oh, I, think, everywhere. I, think, I think you. I see them all the time. Yeah, that you would. You're probably closer to a body at some. You know what I mean? Like I think yeah. there's just it's just ramp. It's rampant. Graveyards, man. Well, other than graveyards. So Henley went to trial on the. Um, Fifteenth uh, of July, seventy-four, and he was found guilty and sentenced to six life sentences, each getting ninety-nine years. So he got five hundred and ninety-four years in prison. Oh. He appealed. <laughs> they was like, nah, nah, nah. We'll, we'll knock off ten years. Sorry, nah. yeah. <laughs> no, no yeah, we'll knock you ten, ten years off. Still uh, seven million <laughs> years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brooks' trial started slightly later in February nineteen seventy-five. He denied the killings but admitted involvement, and he must have had a good lawyer because he was found guilty on one count <gasps> of murder. And that was it. But the but the judge went, yeah, prison forever, you cunt. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, because yeah. jury say that you only did one doesn't mean I'm going to give you a lesser sentence. Yeah, yeah. No. I know, I know the game. I know what you're doing here. And he actually, uh, he actually died prison in prison die. on uh, May the 28th of this year. COVID. So probably COVID. Just, yeah. Holy shit. That's fucking <laughs> nuts, isn't it? What kind of? It's nuts, isn't it? I think they probably wanted to execute both of them lads because they were so young. They, they just, couldn't. They couldn't. Yeah. They didn't, yeah. But we'll never know what truly happened because... I can't believe COVID got him. Because Coral's not, not around. You know what I mean? The true account and what he actually did and how many people and were there... Because you would imagine that he w- if he was part of a ring, you would have dragged everyone down with him. Oh, yeah, but definitely. we'll never know. Of course, know. yeah. 
Well, well, he, never know. He, that, didn't say, if, he didn't seem like an upstanding kind of guy. He's not really. No. If, if that girl wasn't sobbing, he, he could have been going on for a lot longer. Yeah, yeah. Might never have ever been found. To, it led to... Um, oh, come on. What's his fighting it? It led to that, what's that his fighting That boathouse. It would have been caught. Turned but, into a big But there would have been mush. more victims, <laughs> wouldn't there? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, so he had one minute... He, his mate was going to get killed and then suddenly reversed it onto him, didn't they? Fucked, in it. Yeah. yeah, he just was like, a moment of clarity. Mm. I think it was... This I think right that it was breaking the fact point. It was a, the girl there. Oh, no, I think it was because he was tied up. It was purely Because he got own tied per- up. Yeah, he got tied up. He got up tied up and he, up and he f- reversed it and he thought, fuck it, I'm going to kill him now. Because if I don't... Because he tried to kill me when he, he, got yeah, away yeah. with it. Even, yeah. if, even if he let him out. Him that was way. it. That was well, the I don't think he had a choice because like, say you got tied up by him and yeah, then yeah, he let This you could l- happen again. Yeah, he'll just, just do it again. Yeah, yeah. He'll yeah. just... Next time I'm here with another lad, he f- he's already fucking tried to do it once to me and I know what he's capable of. It's me or you. Fuck it. Blast him. 99 years in prison. Yeah. No, 594. 590 million <laughs> For, you know, he was only trying to survive. It mm. wasn't because if he hadn't tied him up, he wouldn't have done it like you yeah, said. Yeah. He just carried yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. He would have. Yeah, that's fucked in it, man. Dirty fucker. Dirty <laughs> fuckers. So uh, that's that. Um, sticker winner this week. I did forget the, the time before. I supposed burp, to. Burp, 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 burp. I drank beer and forgot. This yep. week I've drunk beer and stuttered. You got it back though Could in the back. second half. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what it was, but anyway, uh, James Towers, congratulations! James, Can you imagine? James you lost stickers. Towers, Towers, James, yeah, man. You get, mm. you get some stickers. Well your life has just got amazing. You imagine yeah. that. Stickers, you can put them on the wall. You now cover on your own eyeballs with stickers. What else can you put stickers on? Everything. Anything you want. Anything. Girls out there, if you've got robot stickers, you want to put them on your nipples and send us a picture. We've had that before. Do it again. I openly encourage that behaviour. Oh, you could Please um, spam the life out of them. Yeah, do whatever yep. you need to do. Just go, go on, on their on page. It. Go socials. Do that. Cheers, Niz. Yeah, head, hit them on uh, Instagram. Which oh, you could take and hot sauce. <laughs> I didn't write that down. Hannah knows. Well done, Hannah. Yeah. That's why you're here. Oh, you Official. Official. Yes. Just spam them, man, oh, and you'll um, you'll get some rewards in the post yep. uh, retro vague obviously if you, spam, and you spam the shit out of retro vague you get even more you get stuff oh, from yeah. get, you could get stickers from us but then also you get stickers from retro vague yes well. yes there's some people that have had stuff off us Already, which is including yeah. retro vague stick uh, retro vague stickers and um uh retro vague actually spoke to us today saying who is there any of your fans? Yeah, that like that he sends. So he'll he'll like if he sees a lot of engagement by one person, yes. he will send out like extra stuff. Yeah, even, yeah, yeah. Even t-shirts, maybe. So yes, if you if you really you know want to yes, absolutely maybe free stuff. Just just keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And we are getting. I think we're getting some more stuff through soon. So yeah. Um, Thanks to Retro Vague. This is going to be fucking cool. Yeah. You're going to get a hat like the one I'm wearing now. Yeah. Fancy that. Yeah, man. So just spam everyone. Podbelly, again. Thanks to Podbelly. This is all happening because if we weren't part of their network, if they hadn't asked us to be on the network, then wouldn't we wouldn't happen. have had no. LU Techo or Retro Vague. Yeah. So show them some love. Yes. Yeah, otherwise we wouldn't be here. Yes, and well, um, well, we might, well, we would, well, we would, but, but like not as good. But you wouldn't know us. You wouldn't know us. You wouldn't be as good. <laughs> no, we would No, we just yeah, <laughs> we're just bumbling along. Yeah, like I'm not now. Yeah, <laughs> and you can find us at Robots Rise podcast across the board. Uh, Robots Rise at. Uh, that's on Twitter, just Robots Rise, Twatter. I think. Twitter, yeah. Twitter or Twatter. Um, get on to RFE Top Secret Classified on Facebook to join in with some top banter, non-podcast related. If you've got a picture of a banjo, you can do that. If you want to, if you found some information about a child, child sex trafficking ring that Coral was involved in, 
Yeah. Fucking do that. Do that. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, man, thanks for listening. Yeah. Everyone, have a good time. Bye. 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 Bye.